And that's the only way I got on Motorola back in the day. If I wanted it up, like, I got uh, R1 on Nitro isn't enough for you, then you're doing something wrong. There's yeah. no question Tomass should have went to the hospital immediately. The car burst into flames, dude. What the frick were you thinking that you are going to do? Then he comes back and just, like, destroys the hill. Race fans, are you ready? It's time for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, presented by Rutted Racing. And now your host, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Joel Faldi, and media mogul Colby Marble. Race fans, get on the edge of your seat because it is time to climb. All right, Nitro fans, welcome back to the season finale for season number three of the Nitro and Mud Show. We're going to recap our season with some great sound bites from the year. So sit back and enjoy. As always, the Nitro Mud Show is brought to you by Rutted Racing, Lace Belt Company, JS5 Extensions, Drink Hydropower, Black Diamond MX, Team Peterson, and Mueller Motorsports. Joel, Colby, what's up, boys? What's up? Let's go! Who was cracking the beer and throwing the can across the shop, huh? What's going on, Joel? We're ending this like we started it, Cowboy. I just shotgunned one. That's how I started this journey. I thought, I got to end it like that. I might have cut my lip. I lost my touch on that. And I uh, somehow sprayed beer all over my shop in the process, but it was worth it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was awesome. Uh, And boys. Thanks. Yeah. It's been a long, great season doing the show with the two of you guys. Man. Yeah, it's been awesome. Man, every week we could sit down, talk race, and talk to our buds all over the country with hill climbing. It's been so much fun. I hope everybody enjoyed listening week in and week out, and we're going to come right back at it after the first of the year with new episodes, new season, new guests. Roll in for the 2023, man. Yeah. Woo! Man, I couldn't think of I, a better way to spend my Mondays, I tell you what. Oh, oh yeah. So fun. It is great, man. Uh, I just, you know, for me, I just sit there and I'm tiling away, working, and I think about, oh, I got to tell Cowboy this, or, oh, I'm going to tell Colby that, or it's like you think about all this stuff that you see, and it's so fun for the life that we live, and especially you guys being part of American Oak Climb now, and we get to share it. And then even better is we now we have uh, the fans, and they tell us their opinions, and we're able to kind of roundtable a lot of stuff. It's so dang fun, you know? Nah, it is. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And like Colby said, I'd no better way to spend my Monday nights just sitting here talking about the races that we are at and just bench racing every Monday night. It's just, it's awesome. It's so yeah. much fun. And all the badass people we have on the show all the time. And Hell yeah. I'm really looking forward to 23 with some guests that we have lined up already that are in and out of the realm of hill climb, but I think they all tie in together and it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm yeah, excited. It's going to be lots and of fun. Colby, I think, I can't, I don't know if you won the bet or Cowby, Cowboy won the bet, but I actually, there was two people that we talked to that I didn't ask what they did for work. Was was 1.5 the over-under? Was that what the over-under was on that? <laughs> I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, there, yeah. Only two of them I didn't ask what they did for work and then get <laughs> sidetracked for an hour talking about work. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's all right, man. I think that's really what the fans turn into is find out what these hill climbers do for a living when they're not risking their lives on a bike, man. <laughs> it's so fun. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, just what, what makes us all tick, that's the fun part because this sport's about passion. I mean, we've been around for over 100 years for only one reason, because people love to challenge themselves on a motorcycle, and hill climbing offers that, and it's so dang fun to be a part of. Yeah, it is. It's so much fun. Uh, like I said, I mean, everybody knows, like, I spent my entire life in the sport. Like, literally 40 years I've been involved with this sport, and it's given so much to me and taken so much from me. But, man, I wouldn't trade this life for anything else in the world. Yeah, and Cowboy, uh, let's look, do a quick shout-out here for U.S. Hill Climbing and his rider profiles. Hell I yeah. saw one hell of a cool Cowboy pick. Dude, you, you were like, like a one? boss. That was so cool. <laughs> I was like, damn, is that, that would, I, would, I would keep that picture forever. You look damn good in that. I love that. Hell yeah. yeah. I gave him a bunch to choose from, and he picked that one. That was from, uh, and what have been like 2013 maybe, when Phil doubled at Devil's Staircase. Cool. Uh, a lot I, of fun. He, um, I, you know, because I love the sound of my own voice, obviously. That's why I'm here. But I, <laughs> I quick filled out a rider profile and sent it to U.S. Hill Climbing. And thank you, Todd, for doing all that. so cool to highlight the past and present riders. I just think yeah. it's epic. But I, I didn't follow up. Where can we go find those? Do you know Cowboy or Colby? No. Or, will they be listed? Or is, is he just going to use them as he chooses? Or no, I think it's going to be on website. The, the website. It's on okay. his website, ushillclimb.com, yeah. okay. I think it is. All right. Yeah, My so mistake. I think he's going to be a one-stop shop for archives and all series, all avenues of hill climbing, which is super yep. cool. And Yes. Um, not to take away from him, but I was informed today by Rob Redmond that you can actually go to americanhillclimb.com and go into the standings and go all the way back to 2012 Whoa. for – for American hill climb standings per event. So, wow. Um, that's that's really cool. cool. Yeah. If uh, anybody wants to see who, you know, won from 20, 2012 and up, right. all of it's there logged and ready to go. So that's really cool too. But um, from what I'm aware of, Todd at us hill climbing is going to have all that same information on his site with, you know, as many series as he can gather information from, too. So it's like okay. a one-stop shop. It's like yeah. the Mall of America for hill climbing. It's pretty cool. That's yeah, he's, so cool. he's got a pretty good thing going on there. It's kind of like the old uh, kingofthehill.org website yeah, from right, yeah, right. back in the day. Yep. I mean, he yep. doesn't have he doesn't have a marketplace or a for sale thing on there yet, but giving time, he probably will have something like that put yeah, up he where does he can have buy merch. and sell hill climbers. Yeah, I know he's got that, merch. I don't know if he's, he's got some sailor, merch, but, but so, yeah. that's another name that we probably should have on here is Caleb Northrup. Man, did that guy do a lot for hill climbing. Absolutely. Just an yeah. awesome yes, person with an unbelievable background in it. And I just want to know how much um, fight did he put up with King of the Hill? Dot com or his website for the, the member the TV show? The <laughs> yeah, <cartoon>? right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know that that had to have been like a fight for that. Um, I don't, I don't know the technical name, but I don't know. That's probably why it doesn't exist anymore. They probably offered him <laughs> a stupid amount of money to cut to it, take it down. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope so. <laughs> no, man, uh, I, yeah. man. When I came and stumbled across that website in the early two thousands, like I loved that thing. I went there like every day. Yeah. Oh, for sure. To, to see the pics and read and get into blo- the forums and stuff, and just. Oh, yeah. I think. Damn it, like Caleb is an extremely intelligent person. 
Hey, Joel, you just muted yourself, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, Whatever you just said. I, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got beer everywhere. I'm trying to, I, and I just, I, I, I whipped it off. So, but no, I, I think Caleb, he was ahead of his time. I mean, yeah. with his website, he was trying to provide a social media access with the chats and everything. And he was so far ahead of if if it was you know if he would have started ten years later he probably would have made a fortune from that but thank you Caleb for all the energy that you did expend because man I know that guy worked his ass off and did so much for our sport it's incredible nah. all the things yeah. he did now I think he hit it at the right time though because he was there for Facebook and we had all the Facebook groups and forums and it was your stop to get your hill climbing fix and stuff you find bikes buy sell bikes you know right. your forums and people asking questions all the stuff that's done on hill climbers only and all you know the facebook pages and stuff now i know caleb pretty well let's just say if he would have got mark zuckerberg money from king of the org, it would have been a strange world we live in because he would have had a lot of fun with that money <laughs> <laughs> we would have had like hill climbing robots and all kinds of stuff it would have been awesome <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> oh uh, great uh, that's just i love our sport i love all the passion in it and it's people like him and todd and and all, all you know matt musgrove with uh what, what what did his original page what was that was it u.s or no moto climb nation moto climb nation like that was just revolutionary and that and I just love like everybody that they're, they're different spin on our sport. But my favorite part is that whatever you do to it, whatever you say about it, you can't take from the history of it. And it's been around for so damn long. And I'm so proud of that to be around yeah. that yeah. long. It's so cool. You know, I, my, we've talked about my dad's uncle was a founding member of the Red Wing Motorcycle Club. And that's still going. I just think that's so yeah. damn cool, you know, that to have the history like that and all these clubs and organizations. And it's just cool yeah. to be a part of that, you know? Nope. And it's these good old clubs that are kind of helping keep the sport alive and, and keep it running. They've been doing hill climbs for since their inceptions and they're still doing them like White Rose, Dayton, Red Wing. Right. You know, guys at Valley Springs and everything. It's, these clubs are keeping the sport going and get some of these newer clubs involved with some property and get some more hills going on. And right. And I, I don't see any reasons why the sport couldn't come back to a third of what it was in its heyday in the 20s. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I just want to. I just want to do address. We kind of talked about it last episode a little bit, but you know, with American Hill Climb, Naha, and even Moto Climb Super Series, we're all lacking avenues events. Yeah, it's a short series on on every series. Yeah, and in, in, in amateur too. It's not just American Hill Climb. Everyone wants to talk shit about the short series and everything and that being at three different hills. But the fact of the matter is it's not the series fault. It's the venues that are getting taken down because of landowners and Karen's and, and Tom's, you know, trying to ruin it for everybody else, you know, knowing damn well that they're building their house right next to a motorcycle club. And then they're going to bitch about it after the house is built or whatever, you know, it's, yeah. it's these people that are ruining the sport. It's not, the sport isn't dying enough to to ruin that. It's it, there's a lot more involved in why we have a short series. Right. It's yeah. not easy to put on an event like that, and it's an expensive avenue to go through. And so, yeah, 
that's just one thing I wanted to say about that. No, for sure. No, and that's that's definitely a good point to make. Like, it's just we would have more events if there was more properties out there. I think it's just yeah. not many places to hold a competition hill climb. Cities are growing, and you know, like yeah. what well, a hill that used to be in the middle of a nowhere is now engulfed with you know development and times change and it's like where do we find these hills that are in the middle of nowhere and keep doing this and who's gonna flip the bill to do it and it's not just hill climb i mean look at like it's all motorsports i'm a lot older than you guys but think about when we were kids hill climbing back in the day you know or whatever i didn't have friends that in the middle of winter were playing softball three times a week or they were you know at this, of uh, you know, you know, whatever the sport, they go all year round now. Like I have friends where their daughters are, you know, ten years old, and they got you know softball practice four nights a week, and it's you know ten months out of the year. You know, it's just like there's a lot more distractions for families and people and everything everywhere that there just weren't there before. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's not it's true. It's people's time that generate these events. That's to start off with, and they, you need people to want to spend their time. To, to do them and that we just don't have as many of those either you know so super grateful for the ones we have and um i you know there's not very many venues that are expanding rapidly right now no exactly exactly no but but in the whole with everything that's been happening in our sport for the last couple of years our sport is definitely on an incline from where we've been Absolutely. we've grown so much in the last two to three years with this sport on all yeah. levels and all fronts I mean, the Nationals the last two years have been some of the highest numbers that we've had at Nationals in 10 years. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks to the Nitro and Mud Youth team. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bringing them boys in from from all the way across the country. The Blankenship's coming all the way from the Northwest. That's so cool, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're expanding to uh, France next year, so. (laughs) Yeah. We'll, we'll, We'll pull some kids. If they want to come, we'll bring someone over. Someone wants to give us enough money for Graham McKinnon over from France. We'll do it. Oh, man. <laughs> they can't run. They can't bring a car tire, though. I don't know. They're going to have some trouble there's, with there's that There's rules one. on that here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to fly. I got to get back uh, on to plan that lottery. That was my lottery plan was to race over in France next year if I hit that lottery. That'd be kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Fun, right? oh, that's, that's definitely my bucket list to get over there, and I'd love to be able to afford to go over if – the Moto Climb team goes over again, or hell, just go over if another American goes over and just be there. Yeah. To yeah, experience so. that. It looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had an offer a couple years ago to go over and, and ride at some of the guys were going to give me a bike to go over, but man, I just couldn't afford to get there at the time. Mm. Wow. It's so cheap, break, though. You got an offer, no. though, cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. It was one of the, I don't know, maybe. German or Swedish guys or whatever that go down there. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. pretty epic. Yeah. yeah. That would have been there. epic. That would have been right up that, your alley. That would have been. I'd have had fun over there. Oh, yeah. And that's back when I was, you know, somewhat in shape, too. So, and could, could still ride a motorcycle. I don't know if I can still ride a hill climber. I, I could probably live my entire life and never go to Europe and be just fine with it. But if someone, <laughs> if I, if I could go over there and ride a dirt bike, I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't really have any uh, inkling to go over there, but you know, 
I was telling my wife, I'm like, that's about the only chance that we ever have to go over there is if somehow I can get on that USA Moto Climb team, if I can luck my way into it. And I'm like, then it's spare no expense at that point. But if, uh, if I can only just get those four first members to cancel, there's a chance I could. I think I think Matt said I was sixth alternate, so we just need okay, a few okay, six six alternate. <laughs> no, he never said anything. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. You're lucky to have an Austin Tyler trip and your bag wouldn't show up. <laughs> well, after hearing that, I'm going to be walking through and I'm going to have my boots on. I'm going to have my helmet on. I'm gonna, it's going to take me 15 minutes to take all my crap off. I'm going to be sitting in a plane with my rented gear, my knee braces. I mean, everything. Yes. That's the way to do it, I guess. If, if they lose my bag with my underwear and my socks, I can get some of those in France. That's fine. Yeah. I don't think they only wear thongs in France, though. Oh, so you're gonna... yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wear two pairs of underwear, too, underneath that. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to think it's a freaking star trooper going through the airport with all my stuff on. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Don't want your riding gear to get lost at the airport. And... Right. Uh, if you're listening, fourth beer pin, I mean, Doris, it just that's another one for you right there. You just got a star trooper going through the airport. That's, that's, that, that's a hill climber that doesn't want to get Austin Tyler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. oh man. <laughs> After that experience, every hill climber flies back and forth for American hill climbs would either leaving their <laughs> gear bag in the trailer and washing it when they get back or <laughs> yeah, oh for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're not gonna be not gonna be taking their gear home to wash it anymore <laughs> between the rounds. <laughs> I remember that one Luke had all of his gear laid out on his bike and it was we were it was like one of those freaking 200 degree days and we were just all s- solid sweat or whatever and his it was he had just got it went away from wicked and i don't know i can't is it uh damn i can't ufo right ufo he had just got his one nice set and he didn't have another one so he he was trying to lay it all out and dry it in the trailer and i'm like ooh, she's gonna be ripe when we get back next week i don't know if this works like that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. I'll just get some Axe body spray and clear that up. (laughs) (laughs) Axe and BO makes a great combo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. They call that that a hobo shower. Mm -hmm. Been there, done that. (laughs) Yep. I thought that was Uh, an Iowa shower when you just, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just stacked up the, the deodorant and put a different shirt on and out the door. Yeah. <laughs> we should have Harold on yeah. again and ask him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't know if you guys know what the hill climber shower is, is baby wipes after the race is to clean the dirt off your face to go oh, to yeah. dinner. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, was always, man, when I was riding, mom always had like five or six packs of baby wipes in the van. <laughs> oh. That was that was our shower after races to go to dinner. That's I could have awesome. took a whole bag of those after Trey roosted me. Man, I've never had so oh. much dirt over me. Good gosh, man! I've never been so dirty from hill climbing. That was that was. But you love out. you love verticross, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. you yeah. love it. Oh, yeah. Joel's love favorite it. Oh, favorite oh, class. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, uh, you only have to do it five times this year, so. Be, be right. fine. We'll get through it. Yeah, we'll get just through. We'll I, get just, through. I know, 
I just couldn't imagine getting hit with roost from a paddle tire. That's I don't know how you guys do it. It's got to be hard. Most people, Colby, you... gets, Colby gets to experience it too as a as a cameraman. Oh yeah, I... <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I was probably on the same boat as you after uh, Muskegon. I yeah, you got you got pelted pretty good at Muskegon. They didn't do verticross, but uh, Jay got me good. Jay got me good. <laughs> but that was me, you know, trying to get the shot. I was I was asking for it. It's not Jay's fault, but right. holy cow. He almost knocked me off my feet with his roost. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. He wasn't the only one. I mean, I, I caught it from just about everybody. But you, you catch roost every weekend when you're standing there. It don't matter where yeah. you're at. You're getting pelted. That's why I like my position. I'm at the top and... Other in Austin, everybody's pretty much gentle over the top. So, that's another reason why I love Devil's Staircase so much. Because yeah, I don't get roosted there. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's that's nice. The dirt doesn't come out. Right. Track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's it's no big rocks no flying rocks. through the air. No, there was rocks. I noticed like a big accumulation of rocks on the top step of that first jump. The first yeah. setup jump, there was a lot of rocks under there, but no one was roosting that. That's like all rocks coming down from where they were landing above that, and they were falling down there. But like Freemansburg, that one's a scary one because they chuck rocks. Yeah. They chuck big rocks at you big there. Rocks. They chuck big yeah. rocks and big like Volkswagen-sized boulders fall yeah. out of the hill and start and rolling down the hill. Yeah. White right. Rose is that like slate rock where they're all like little knives coming at you. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for those two fences at White Rose, they they would have some issues in that crowd. Oh yeah, no, they still yeah. they still get rocks out in that crowd. I mean, people oh. are still getting hit, and it's. Oh. But you imagine they didn't have if they didn't have those two catch fences at the first jump and the backstop. Yeah, cool. it'd be bad. Mm-hmm. It'd be, be bad. bad. It'd be bad. Uh, boy, so another favorite of mine through the year is um, I just absolutely loved doing the race interviews. I yeah. Uh, I, oh, those are uh, so much I, fun. I, I get giddy like thinking about them, and I, I got really nervous because, I mean, I just never, I'm not, I've never done anything like that before or whatever, and I don't want to do the disservice to the people that I'm interviewing. But you guys got any guess? I counted how many site interviews I did this year. You guys got any guesses? Um, Let's see. 30 to 50. Hold on. <laughs> hold on I, you know what I got no a le- I got a, I got a lace sticker for whoever's closest how's that oh all dude right. hold up hold up Kobe's uh, on that lace sticker <laughs> uh, what are you saying cowboy you gotta give me I, a number not just a ring a number 50 uh, we're gonna and I'm just gonna say we're gonna go uh prices rate rules close without going over huh correct yep all right, I'm sticking with 50. 50. 50. That's really bad. I could actually go find out if I wanted to open up a program <laughs> and count. <laughs> I've never seen someone work so hard for a lace sticker before. This guy loves that brand. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> 48. <laughs> 62 interviews, boys. Damn it. Damn. All right, that lace sticker's mine. That's all yours, cowboy, right there. 
All I'll right. Be, uh, it's a, in, the, in the mail. You know you'll get it next year. <laughs> well, I was going <laughs> to yeah. say you could give it to me at the banquet, but you're going to go shoot coyotes and that's not right. come to the banquet. Well, yeah, that's no, in like I'm 10 sorry. days. So Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. But yeah, how cool is that? 62 interviews that Damn. we did on, on well, race day. That was day. just yours. I must have had about yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah. No. Colby got a, was able to get a couple when he wasn't getting official American Hill Climb interviews. So yeah. basically, we have the seventh through the 69th interview were mine, and Colby had the top six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine uh, sucked. No, I did no. do a disservice to those people, and I, I'm really sorry to the guys that I interviewed because it was probably not your best. Nah, moment. they were not all my good. Best no, they're great. No, they're awesome. But I, I just tell think, Joel, uh, you did you did great with them, man. Just getting in it and having fun with them, and uh, yeah. only had a couple people run away from me. I tried to track <laughs> a couple people down, and they didn't want to be embarrassed. But uh, man, I can't wait to do just even more and more next year. And um, so fun for me to hear these people when I get to listen back to us and hear their excitement and hear all that they have to say about their involvement in hill climb. It's just awesome. I can't wait to do more and more. Yeah. No. And it was pretty cool towards the end of like the end of the seasons. Every, like some of the guys were coming up to you to get on here. Like, Hey, I love get, that. get me, get me, man. Get me yeah, on the show. No, I know. I love that. Now, cowboy, you got any that you want to hear? Is there any that you'd like to hear back? Man, I got a whole bunch queued up here we'd like to hear back. So uh, let's start right here with one that comes from one of our uh, sponsors, Carrie Peterson from Team Peterson. Oh, yeah. Let, let's hear what the legend had to say. Let's hear what the legend And where where'd you get this up? This was up at... Uh, Sunnyside. Sunnyside? Sunnyside, Washington. All right. Yep. All right. All right, Nitro and Mud fans. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't get a pleasure like this every day. I mean... I- we're standing next to the legend, not a legend. We're standing next to the legend, Kerry Peterson. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? Uh, you know what? We're racing dirt bikes, dude. We're in Washington. We're going up hills. Life can't get better, right? Nothing better. <laughs> well, I, I, I got to say, when your riders take home all the number one plates, is that a good day for Peterson Racing? It's a great day. When you sweep, it's like, uh, it's every racer's goal, you know, to sweep. And uh, when you sweep all five, it's really good, especially the, the, the cash. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. it was awesome. And your bikes were ripping. I mean, I'm a KTM guy through and through. Orange is just a fast color, you know. But, I mean, there's so many people that I've seen here working on-premises, your boy. I mean, so many. Is there anybody that you'd like to thank that helped you put this on? You know, we have a whole crew, guys. My, my two cousins, Clyde and Buddy, are here. Brett's here. We've been here a week working wow. on the hill in the, in the property. We have ownership here. Wow. And, and of course, all the people that support our race team, some of them for, for years and years. Yeah. Uh, we've got some new engines that we just built, a combination of, of – uh, factory KTM parts nice. and Lloyd's performance. Wow. And nice. that combination is excellent. It's oh, really say, good. I'd yeah. say uh, it was hella fast out there today. Yeah, it was yeah. super fast. Yeah. Well, from all the Nitro and Mud fans, all of the hill climb, just I'm, I'm shaking your hand. Thank you. Thank you for this. This this would not be here without you. Today, when you're walking around, you see all these families, all these kids, everybody's smiling. That's from people like you putting all this hard-earned energy and work and money and time. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, Joel. I appreciate it very much. I'm glad you're here, man. Uh, I'm pumped to be and, here. And I tried chasing you down, too, and I couldn't catch you, dude. <laughs> and by the way, that was a sick ride. Uh, I, I had a blast. I was smiling. I got dirt in my teeth. It was awesome. Well, hey, thanks again. You're welcome, Joel. Hell that yeah. That was sick. The man. legend carry, man. Hey, can I put in a request? Yeah. Sure. You got a request? Super high. Oh, yeah. Super high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. Oh, man. Before you do that, though, like, just listening back <laughs> to that, like, Carrie, just think of all the hill climbs that that guy's been to, right? Oh, my God. The, yeah. Oh, the passion. Man. The passion in his voice and just the, the verver, the, you know, for racing. And how cool is that? God dang, I hope I can hold on to that. Like, he has, that is so freaking awesome. Just the passion yeah. he has for hill climb. And I mean, they they swung hammers that day. I mean, they were just knocking them down. It was freaking uh, badass, you know. And it's I just always badass. I know, but it was just badass. so fun. And Carrie has helped this podcast survive. And yes, there's things that we need. Thank you to the team Peterson. But I just, you know, getting to know all these people in the hill climb family from coast to coast. It's just the one thing that goes through passion. Like this yeah. sport has passion in it, and it's people like Carrie and. Man, thanks, Kerry, and that was so fun to talk to him. I hope I can get him again this year. If I can, he's running around. I've never seen someone have so much damn energy. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's like he don't oh, yeah. stop. I it was at the end of the race. I finally caught up to him. I was like, I couldn't even catch up to the guy. Yeah. No. So seriously, Kerry is the true goat of our sport. I mean, yes. he is the the general. He owns the shit out of the history of our sport. He is a goddamn god. And uh, yeah. And then you got Brett and um, Robbie. Robbie, they're both super rad dudes. Both of them, everybody on that whole team has been super cool with me every time I've come out there. Right. Um, you know Brett's artistry and craftsmanship with yeah. you know Sunnyside and just the yes. graphics and everything he does within there. I'm sure a lot of people don't really know how much Brett really puts in. Right. to the whole thing i mean he is a phenomenal artist for one and then you put that into a skid loader or a bobcat what you know whatever you want to call him putting on those hills you know he's building some fantastic yeah races out yeah. there which yeah. is super cool Dude, and then you got you know yeah. robbie is you know the goat of his generation right such a sick rider everybody i mean the the Things that they've done within our sport in which has bled into the mainstream back in the day, you know, like they got, yeah. um, you know, McGrath, they got right. Kirk uh, Caselli and Kirk Caselli, Mike Metzger, a lot of dudes from the mainstream motorsports era, like in, you know, into the sport. And it's so cool. I mean, yeah. I think Jeremy McGrath was on a cover of Dirt Rider yeah. on a, their Harley. On on their Harley, yep. Wow. Cover on oh, their yeah. 2500cc Harley. How freaking sick is that? That'll never that's, happen again, yeah. but oh, damn. Sick. Oh, Man. Dude. No, and McGrath showed up on and won the 500 class at the Great American on their one of their 500s. And then I think I like top three or top five in the open class on that 2500 and never threw a leg over before he took the whole shot to make his first run. Hmm. Wow. It's insane. But, but, I mean, it's people <clears throat> like this that, you know, they push this sport to where it is today and they've drug it from where it has been. And it's just awesome. It's so yeah. fun yeah. to let them you know, talk and for people to all to hear them because 
the thing the, the thing of it is is we're all humans and when you're from you know Saskatchewan and someone else is from you know California or whatever it just you don't know them but once you get to know them you realize we're all of the same passion yeah we might have some different opinions about things that's life right but we all have yep. the same passion and that's what's cool is that we're seeing that now with social media and all the things mixing together is people are really understanding that we are like all one big family here we're we got four series that run but we're all very 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 similar it's just cool yep. as hell you know Yep. Now, and I think the coolest thing with Kerry is that, you know, he's been in the sport for man, 50 years, I think he said last time he, I wow. talked to him, and his passion hasn't dwindled one bit. If anything, it's gotten bigger for the sport. Right. right. Yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite phone calls to make when I get to call Kerry and, and talk hill climbing. Like, okay. it's an hour conversation. I coined to ask him one question, where they're an hour talking about hill climbing. Right. Yeah. And- I just don't think it's coincidence that they're KTM guys either. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. they're not running. They're, it's not. It's not RM Army over there, right? It's like, hey, no. they've been it. They've been in it for fifty years. They've sifted out all the other ones. The cream came to the top, and they're all orange. Yes, I yeah. mean, oh, that is just. I love that. I mean, I just love that. You know, so cool. Uh, they were orange before it was cool to be orange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they they were uh, they were the OGs with the KTM twins and hill climbing. So. Yeah. And I don't know the history, but I just assumed it went right from Harley to KTM, and it was just always orange. If that, I don't know if there was was there ever any non-orange. I don't know. I, I don't know the. I think history. yeah, Carry Road, some Hondas, Hondas, yeah, Makos, Hondas, the well, Harley. I mean, all I can say to that is, you know, even um, people some the. Uh, no, I'm not, I was going to say something. I'm not going to. Hey, Kerry wrote a, <laughs> Kerry wrote a triumph. His first Widowmaker win was on a triumph. So, oh wow. <laughs> uh, so no, he's no. written. He's written just about everything. No, I yeah. was trying to. I was trying to. The old joke is uh, years ago, Ronald Reagan. Someone said, "Well, have you ever been wrong?" And he's like, "Well, as a Democrat for 15 years." <laughs> 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 maybe that was, you know, I, I'm not not political whatsoever, but I just thinking maybe, you know, maybe that was Carrie's uh, Ronald Reagan moment when he was on that Honda, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right, uh, okay. Please let's. I, I that's why I should. I didn't even want to open that door, but I, I just, you know, it's like <laughs> it was the example of it. I thought it was funny. Sorry, guys. All right, let's no, let's move on. Let's hear from Super High. Oh yes. Here we go. Oh man, Nitro fans, this is this is a treat for me. This is a treat for me because we've had Super Fly on the podcast, but now we get the legendary Super High Todd Tyler. Todd, how's it going today? Hey, hey, hey! Really good. Good to be here with you, Joel. Man. Oh, dude, uh, I love you too, buddy. Dude, I'm, we're sitting here. We're looking at the Great American Hill. We're living our best life, right? Yes, and uh, this, this is just such a cool place to be a part of. And for us, like, I get just a kick out of being here. And with Rockwell, especially what I love, the Pro Masters class, dude. Like, you, in your life, you put so much into your kids and your family. And isn't it fun that in Rockwell, we have a class for us? Totally, totally. It is all about the boys, you know. Just I, I could go on and on with names, but Joel, it's just about 
yeah, the dads and yeah. all the sacrifice we put into the kids. But yeah, it and, does. It just comes down to the boys getting yeah. together and oh, banging sure. handlebars and having fun. And are you with me that I think maybe the first time Corey Earhart's ever told a lie is when he said he's 40? There's no way he's 40, is no, there? No, not at all. I think he's 12. <laughs> I don't know. I, there's no way he is. Well, Todd, you're a member here at the BMC, right? At the yeah. B- yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a lifer. Uh, a lifer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I put in my 20 years. and Cool. I love it, man. This club has been everything to me, man. It's just, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it, it really is. When you're out here racing, it's you're being part of history. This is the 104th annual or year that this race has happened. We are a part of history racing here. Isn't that awesome? We are, brother. We really are. So we're sitting right next to another legend. What bike is this right here? Oh, old silver right here. Yeah, this is called uh, getting super high in the garage and coming up with what you can come up with. And it's kind of evolved through the years to what it is now. Old silver is a legend in her own right. But Todd, I'm going to give you a high five. Oh, I love you, brother. I love you too, man. Let's have a lot of fun today. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, all yes. right. That's all right. Yes, I'm done. I'm done. I, I really okay. wish that they could see the <laughs> we had video for this episode. We're all just cracking up this whole I time. I couldn't even look at you guys. I had to like <laughs> I had to like look at the floor. I'm like, I can't even look at you guys. But I mean, I'm not a Hollywood guy, but could Todd Tyler not be like the world's best voiceover? I mean yes. whatever he's selling, I'm buying, you know? I mean, can you just see like Todd like selling almonds or something? Like, hey man, like go buy these almonds. No. They're the best almonds no, he, you've ever had. You know, right? When he but sits there and you hear him talk like an interview, like you just you think of, like you're talking like Owen Wilson, just that Oh, I know. That draw, like he's got that just yeah. Southern California yeah. draw and he's from Montana. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. man, I love you, Todd, and dude, just one of the nicest men and uh just uh, once again, here we go. Just such great people. I mean, they yeah. have put so much time into hill climbing and him and his family and being members at the BMC and keeping that club going. And they promote, you know, the big sky. And he's a busy man. I mean, he's a construction yeah. guy. He's working all the time. Like, Todd's always going. But they find time for this sport and to help. And, yeah, dang it. Uh, it's just uh, – feel so proud to be in the same sport as those guys just so fun to be around and just a great person and dang it yeah i guarantee we will get another interview with todd tyler again next year i mean that i don't know oh yeah i i mean i don't know how i can back that one up but uh that was that was that was right there thank you Kobe. that was one of my favorites of the year i i think we need to get todd on the show just you know austin said he's got to vet whatever his dad says so <laughs> <laughs> this could be fun. This could be like a Saturday Night Live speak with an impersonator or a, a translator. We could have we could ask guys, odd questions through Austin. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever watch Key and Peel where they do uh the God, what is it? Uh Caucasian up the, the well, it's black the, lingo or whatever. Obama's translator. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 Todd would be Austin's translator (laughs) (laughs) What I meant to say Is you all a bunch of pussies (laughs) (laughs) I love the old Saturday Night Live Where they had the the guy for the hearing impaired And the guy would talk And it was just that guy screaming it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. He was just. It wasn't like, sign language. No, he was just screaming. Like that's all he was doing. It was for the hearing impaired. He was just oh. screaming. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we could have like you know uh, 
like Todd could talk and then Jamie could be in the corner just screaming the answers out. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Oh man. All right. That's classic. Well, I think we'll, let's move away from interviews for now from what we got. Okay. And we got some some clips from oh, from earlier episodes. And I'm gonna play one of my favorite clips, and this is from like man. One of our first five episodes of the season with Jamie Deer on. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, if I if Jamie Deer has a hill climb, and I've already ran this by Nancy, we're getting <laughs> some Budweiser girls in, in bikinis. And tell me if this isn't brilliant. Every time a motorcycle's on the starting line, they take a board that says fast time. And it'll say 12.25 seconds, and she'll walk it in front of the yeah. rider and show the crowd every single run. Is that not brilliant? Would that not be so cool? So everybody doesn't have no, to that's listen to that. Really that is a cool they can idea. Just be like, and I can just announce the new Budweiser Fast Time 12.572. And she puts that on a board and walks it around <laughs> like the, I mean, we got the Monster Girls with the number two board. Why does Hill Climb? Not have a doggone monster girl that holds up the fast time of the daytime every single run before they leave. That's that's the missing key for our you. sport, guys. It's it's a girl. It's a it's a trophy girl with the number board. You know, listening back, cowboy, and I thought, Legendary. I mean. That's probably yeah. why Jamie's not on with us anymore and why we can't get a hold of him is when he said, I even, I even ran this by Nancy. And yeah. <laughs> and we know damn well he didn't. Well, all I'm thinking is the first time you're in it by Nancy, I can see him like, all right, we have her in a thong bikini and on one butt cheek we, we went 12 and then the other butt cheek is 475. And then when she walks out, I announce 12.475 is the fast time. And then Nancy's like, wait. She can hold the board. We're not going to write it on her butt cheeks with the fast time. That was probably what you read by Nancy. Yes. What's that make the point then? Yeah. <laughs> Do we really want to go there? That's an after dark thing, Colby. You had, yeah. you, had, you know, this is. Yeah. We want Jamie back yeah. on. We better not do that. We better not. Yeah, do yeah. But so there's all kinds of things that could be that point in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Uh, we, no, are gonna, I, we are. We are. I really think that's something we need. We need a. Oh. We need some bikini-clad girls with some. I don't know. Supercross has it. Everywhere has has it. GP has the. Whatever them suits are, them chicks wear walking around in the high heels. <laughs> Whatever that is, yeah. <laughs> Whatever that is, shiny tight suits. <laughs> that's uh, a Jamie and right umbrella there. girls. Yeah, that what that is is that's a great pro hill climb mind at work right there. That's what he. Yes, that's what he's doing. He knows how to market this. Yeah, no, nah, he he knows what he knows what the crowd wants, and that's why he's in a position he's in to to hype the crowd up. Man, he's a he's a hype man. Oh. Yeah, oh, it'd be huge. And it gets every crowd he's at just just into it. Oh, for sure. Uh, he's man. the goat. He's definitely the goat. I love that Would guy. a girl he is. dress like that really be safe at some of these places we go to, though? I don't know. I guess she's staying behind the fence. As, as, long as, <laughs> as long as she don't win the 50-50, I think she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> as long as she stays behind the fence, I think we might be all right. Yeah. We can't have her out walking the crowd. I, no. I don't know how that would go. 
the uh, let's go Brandon guy might have a. Oh, that's exactly where my <laughs> mind was going. To. <laughs> she might have trouble with him at the White Rose nightclub. We're gonna have to get that that White Rose barrel protector for her at the bottom too, probably. The guy, the oh, guy from the yeah. side of the hill with the half barreled shield. <laughs> yeah. probably yes, gonna, probably gonna need one of them for the for the the board girl. Yeah. Uh, just get her a bigger board. She can just stay up top with me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea, though. Jamie's on it. Yeah. He's... That, that is a good, good idea. All right. I have one more, one more good clip here, and this one's to uh, embarrass Joel. See if he remembers oh, saying this. At, I don't even know who was on or what we had, but here we go. <laughs> oh, I'm a yelper, dude. Yeah. Look, at, look at my gut. Like, that's all I want. All I do is get and drink. You know, it's like I, damn near open class only body here. I mean, it's like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start yelping like salad places pretty quick here or something. Oh. <laughs> That's a lot of truth in that statement, cowboy. I am damn near open class only body. I am getting there very close. <laughs> oh, I'm already there. I've been there even when I was still racing. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Oh, yes. I remember uh, walking by Corey Earhart uh, out at Billings one time, and Corey's just a few years younger than me and in perfect physical fitness. And he's got a <laughs> little Tupperware container with some cubed-up watermelon, and he's having a couple pieces of watermelon. And in my hand is a brisket nacho all to myself <laughs> as I walk by. <laughs> and I just kind of looked at Corey, and I said, I know what I'm doing to myself. And he just gave me a nod, and I kept on walking. <laughs> I really don't see the problem in that at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the fastest people uh, ever, Corey, and then me. I mean, there's there's a difference there, you know. That's all right. There's strategy there, though. I'm sure. I mean, you know, the more I mean, it, it's paying off for you this season. So weight to power, back wheel. I mean, it pays off. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Uh, I would off, imagine guys. maybe. I, I don't know. You tied maybe. for first place in twins class in American Hill Climb. There's a, yeah. couple, there's a couple details in there I thank you for leaving out, like that the guy I tied with missed an entire event. You know, that's <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for leaving that out, you know. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. Thanks oh, for reminding okay. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah that's right. Uh, <laughs> he was there. He was there. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, yeah. No. He didn't miss any races. Right. <laughs> you did that did that all on your own, Joel. I'm yeah. hey, uh, Colbs, I'm for living my best life and it's working out so far. So gotta have gotta all- have some that's what it's all about, man. Right, right, right. That's oh, what yeah. hill climb's all about. If you've ever had the brisket from the dude at the Billings race, damn it, I can't remember, but oh, it's some good. He knows how to run a smoker. That dude has got it. Oh, <clears throat> it's just so good. Like I'm a sucker for that stuff. I went up and talked to him, and him and his wife run their own restaurant, and they got a food truck, and he puts so much oh. love and just like when you talk to somebody that's been. Up since 2 a.m. The, the day before to make that brisket. Oh, I'm going to buy some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I better? don't really pay too much attention to what all these vendors are named at the events. Yeah. But everywhere we go, the food is epic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the yeah, fries and burgers at vendor. White Rose are just like, yep. oh, my God. Like, that is top notch. Everywhere I've been, the food is top notch. Yeah. And the Bay City uh, yeah. people there, whatever I don't know oh, what they're called, but man, the taco everything, and everything oh. they got there is oh my god! Oh, 
Colby. everything I had that weekend at Bay City was just phenomenal. So good. So Colby, good. man. I'm going to make your mouth water. Are you ready, Colby? Yep, yep. Cheeseburger at the Flying Dutchman. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. Dude, they know what's up. Dude, cowboy. The, the pulled the, pork sandwich at Flying Dutchman, too. So that's never what even, I go for. I've never. I had a cheeseburger one time, and I get it every time because I love. I well, I think the, the, I think the pulled pork sells out fairly quickly because it's a hot okay. commodity. But yeah, they, Flying Dutchman, do it right. <sighs> yeah, they know. They know the cowboy. Aww. They uh, they're sponsored by Shell's beer, and that's a uh, oh. brewer German New Ulm. It's German. Everybody's German there. Yeah, yeah. They know what they're doing German. with beer, and yeah. they're sponsored by <laughs> Shell's. And the club when they're making the burgers, they got like a pitcher of beer. And they just pour beer on the burgers while they're cooking them. You want to talk about oh. a good burger? Oh my! Wow, is that good? Oh, it's so yeah. Wow. good. Wow. Yeah. You have to yeah. be at least twelve years old to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> right, are we going by, by German rules here? Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> German drinking laws. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh. They also at that at that club cowboy they light off a cannon to start it. It's yeah. pretty epic. <laughs> it That's epic. awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Yep. As long as I can remember that cannon, <clears throat> boom. And I think it's some of the event with some of the best food that I've been to is it is really as Pogues Hole. Some of the vendors they have up there, the uh, yep. roast beef sandwich there from the Rotary Club or whatever. Yep. Oh. And all the other vendors down there in the crowd, man. Yeah. Everything's so good there. Right. Yeah, it's I, it's tough with my job. Wherever, to, to whenever I'm at a race, I, I very rarely get to uh, experience the food there. <clears throat> but yeah. when I do, it's always good. It's always great. Yeah. But besides, like, Pogues Holes vendors, and then you get the fish sandwiches at White Rose. That's, yeah. That's... The, the pierogies at Freemansburg. Like these are just staples that you have to get when you go to these events. Yeah, I still have there. yet to get a fish sandwich at White Rose. I haven't got one in years. They always sell out. Or the line's yeah. too long before I yeah. get a chance to get over there. I think I'm going to put that in my contract this year. That get a fish sandwich. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie and Nancy always seem to get some brought up to them. Well, they got it's the like, job for it. I mean, they're advertising. I mean, are they going to tell Bob thing? Barker, no, he can't have one at the Price is Right? Or I mean, well, come on. I mean, it's like it's Jamie Deer. It's like he gets what he wants. Yeah. But I mean, he has to sit up, st- up right above that fryer, smelling that all day long. Well, so. not anymore, though. He's on that diet. Is, oh, that's right. He doesn't get one anymore, you know? No. Was that what happened with his t-shirt cannon? Did they try to shoot a fish sandwich? Is that what happened? <laughs> I did think they, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he have a fish sandwich stuffed down in there, and that's what took it out? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. man. <laughs> we're not going to be welcome back to jefferson <laughs> the white rose club's going to be like these three knuckleheads are on the blacklist <laughs> nah we'll be all right we'll be all right yeah. got it in a white rose so yeah okay all right good they they can't yeah. kick us out he used to announce there bro that's yeah. true yeah he's an announcer there old man's a life member oh wow that's awesome very cool. I'd be a member if it didn't take me an hour and a half to get there for a meeting every Monday. Oh, yikes! <sighs> yeah, and you got you got other stuff to do on Mondays too, cowboy. Come on, yeah, now. I really can't get there for meetings on Monday. So, right. Ooh. yeah. Uh, sorry, before Ooh. I forget, what well, we got? Just, I just remembered we were talking bike builds. 
Freaking yeah. Monty, Robert Wilson. I saw. He's got pictures of the naughty one. He's building the big KTM twin out there in Cali. And look out. That guy, Ooh. he is so Ooh. talented. And that could be a dangerous combination for the open class. Uh, we had an interview with Robert this summer. Man, I like that guy. He is, oh, he just, he gets everything out of his bikes. And um, him and his dad and his girlfriend, they're just, they're just the best people, salt of the earth people. And I'm so excited to see him on a twin. I think he's just going to rip it up. That's Definitely. awesome. Hell yeah. Twin to win, baby. Hell yeah. Twin to win. Yeah. Oh, look out. Speaking yeah. of twin to win. I know this sport is becoming a very, well, it always has been, let's face it, but secretive, yeah. secretive on the builds. Yep. But I, I hear Braden Henry, the Billy Goat, was solicited by one of American Hill Climb's top guys to build a chassis for a twin. Ooh. Not going to say any more, but it is. Yeah, let's just go. Let's just leave it at that. And what then, color, um, yeah. what color pen did it go on the board? Was this black? Was it yellow or red? Because he remember well, he showed us the, his board. I, I forget what the priority colors were. <laughs> I think Jays were all in them. red, and then Braden's were in invisible ink because they're probably not going to get done. Oh well, this then, one's yeah. probably in high vis <laughs> orange. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. I I think if I remember right the. His personal nitro bike was in black, but it was underlined. But then I saw that Jay had a series of triangles and, and check marks by it. So I don't I don't know his coding system. We'll have yeah. to get back to him on that. We also seen Matt Luna post a video of a Honda oh, twin. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. yeah. No, that's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Still trying to figure out who that's going to. I mean, Woo. man. Love yeah. that. There's a lot, a lot of Michigan boys up there that could that could go under. So you got to imagine cool. that's an American hill climb build, right? Let's go. Yeah, I would imagine if Matt's building it, it's for an American hill climb guy. Yeah, there's a lot well, of potential uh, in those motors. That's <clears throat> yeah. Canes right. have that one that they've been going, and that thing honks. I mean, it's oh, gonna yeah, be I fun don't... to see. I mean, it's that's what's so fun that class. You got the Buells, the KTM's, the uh, Aprilias. I mean, we're just seeing all kinds of stuff, and then with the Yamahas and it's, I love that. I love that. It's just not yeah. one bike that everybody has. It's just this yep. people trying to reinvent the mousetrap and figure out what's, what's fast, you know? Yeah. And well, I mean, coming out of Luna, like he's going to have it figured out and the chassis is going to be on spot right out the door. Cause Matt yeah. is a phenomenal chassis builder. That's awesome. awesome. Very cool. That gets uh, me excited. Yeah. I'm sure he's a little upset. He can't put a NOS bottle on it though. Cause you know, and that's the uh, the god of NOS and American Hill Climb there. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, boys. Let, let's do one more interview here before we hear from these sponsors and pay some bills. So okay. Let's go. I think this is uh, Joel's very first interview ever. No. Oh, boy. With Bronson Foyanini. Did I say that right? Did I get that right? Oh man, Bronson's gonna kill I me. Know. I can't. I still can't do it correctly. He's got to come on. This I think he's. I think he says how to do it on the show. How to pronounce it on the show. So that sounds right. Let, let, let's, hear. let's hear. it. I think I'm this is Joe's very first interview we ever too. played. I love this. Yeah, Bronson is. He's a hell of a rider. Hell yeah. Uh, he's another guy I'd like to see come east if he had yes. the uh, funds to yes. do so. Yes. All right. Let's hear from Bronson. All right, Nitro fans. I'm standing here. I'm not gonna try to pronounce this guy's last name, but. Let's just say it's Bronson F. Bronson, how's it going? 
Good, good. We're uh, just enjoying the weather. It's been a pretty nice day so far. Um, started out a little rocky. Couldn't get my 450 started. So I got, got the jitters and yeah. go up for the first round and screw up. So get <laughs> hey, that hey, out of the way. That's a hill climber's lament. That's how she goes. But yeah. I, we want to get down to nuts and bolts here. For all the announcers, how would you like your last name pronounced? Foya Nini. Foya Nini. Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of spelled it out for him on the on our rider profile. F O Y. Okay. A. Yep. K N E E K N E E. Nice. Like, nice. Yeah. That's always a struggle. <laughs> well, dude, I'm a fan of yours. Ever since I first watched you ride, you have an unmistakable style. I think you're so good on your bikes. And how long have you been in hill climb? Um, I, I kind of started out real young. Uh, they did the showdown at the Badlands in the early 90s, and I started out on 80 with Jason Smith was there. Wow. And then to 125s, 250s, and then that went away, and I didn't really do it competitive anymore until about 2018. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Got the got the family, and it's just kind of a kind of a family fun event to do, you know. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like, me and you, we're dad life. I mean, I, I saw you earlier. You're dragging your kids in a wagon. I mean, isn't this like racing and family doesn't it just go hand in hand yeah it does and yeah it's everybody out here is like family and when you got kids here and you can drag them around and add a little extra work to it yeah it's not enough you know what i like with my girls is like it shows them like true competitors and how competition's supposed to be you know like you see so much show glitz and glamour at ball sports or whatever here at hill climb everybody just wants everybody to have their best day don't you agree yeah for sure i mean yeah, I just needed a battery, and uh, the Wisconsin boys pulled through. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the nicest guys on the circuit. No, 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 that's Wyoming. That's Wyoming. Well, Bronson, I'm going to high-five you. Dude, you're going to go hit those ramps. Light it up, bud. All right. Good luck, buddy. Thank you. That, oh, yeah. That was a fun day. That Man. was sunny side <clears throat> again at Br- Wisconsin yeah. in May. Yeah. And, uh, that was like your uh, very first high five of what sixty two you did all year long, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, no, and it that was, was the first one. No, I think I, think I was. A, I was. Just I think it was one of the very first ones we played. Might have been the first interview we did, but yeah. <clears throat> no, I had some in April, but whatever. Carnegie, that was yeah. my first one. Yeah, Carnegie, okay. that was in April. Yeah, but well, whatever. It, no, whatever. We'll call this Damn one the close. First one. We're still figuring yeah. the bugs out. But Bronson, what a great That's guy right. and a family man. And uh, him and his wife and his wife sings the uh, national anthem at a lot of the races we're at. Oh, and cool! She's wonderful. They have just such a great nice. family. And I'm a his kids are just a couple years younger than mine, so I think I'm safe. But they're a couple cute little boys, <laughs> and I got two little girls, and. I'm probably going to have some questions in a few years when my girls go riding off bikes and be like, hey, where are you going? Who are you with? I mean, that's that's what I got. That's my future ahead of me here is you, you with those foyolino boys or well, what's going on here? Where, where, where are you at? Where are we going here? So I, I got to keep tabs on them. But what a great family. And, um, man, that was fun. He saved me that night because I didn't – I chickened out a ride the ramps and for at Sunnyside. And we went over there, and they had security – so that nobody would walk out in front of the bikes when the ramps yep. were going on. And this yep. big security dude is like, I go walking up there. I took my gear off. He's like, you, out of here now. 
And I'm like, but I'm just, I'm a rider. He's like, out of here now. And Bronson's like, he's my mechanic. And the guy's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Bronson. <laughs> I was bucking for to get the, the forearm shiver from this security dude. And Bronson saved me. So I was Bronson's mechanic from then there out. So that worked out pretty good. I got to be up there with the fast guys. But le- lesson learned, nice. don't take all your riding gear off if you're going to try to get behind security there at the Naha, I guess. But, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I've been there. What a fun yeah. event. Or have a camera in your hand. <laughs> yeah, I should have done that, yeah. 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 <laughs> Let you go anywhere with a camera. True, true, true. Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Well, for the oh, last man. time of the 2022, are we going to play this commercial block? We are. This is the last time from our sponsors from this year. So you guys listen and hang on and see who comes back for next year and yeah. just see who we have back again for two years in a row. Oh, man. Yep. But here we go. Here we the go. last time we play these great sponsors for 2022. Nice. The JS5 extensions are strong enough for any racer on any bike. With their custom snail adjusters and sliding one-piece chain guide, making changes is now a breeze. Even though these are the best-looking extensions in the industry, JS5 also gives you the option of engraving your number or logo on the side of each extension at no additional charge. Trusted by champions and built by a champion. Hey Nitro and Mud fans, my name is Jay Salstrom and I approve this message. What's up Nitro and Mud fans? Professional hill climber and owner of Lace Bell Co, Joseph Olnit here. Are you tired of wearing your average bulky and uncomfortable belt? If so, today is the day to make the switch to a lace belt. Tested and worn daily by action sports athletes across the United States, the lace belt is the most versatile, simple, and effective shoelace belt on the market. Offered in over 30 different colorways, you'll be sure to add a personal touch of style to any daily fit you wear. On top of our lace belts, we also offer a large selection of high-quality clothing options designed and tested by top action sports athletes. For Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering you 15% off your order using the promo code NITRO on lacedbelt.com. Again, that is the code NITRO for 15% off your order on lacedbelt.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on our social media at lacedbelt.co to stay up to date with our athletes and new product offerings. If you're looking for entirely unique, made-to-order, one-of-a-kind graphics for your dirt bike, snowmobile, or rocket ship, look no further than Black Diamond MX. Have you ever heard, if you look good, you ride good? Well, here at Black Diamond MX, that's our motto, and we are the one-stop shop for all your look-good needs. From apparel, moto graphics, or jersey prints, we've got you covered. And for Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering 15% off your order at blackdiamondmx.com using discount code NITROMUD15 when you check out. That's NITROMUD15 for 15% off at blackdiamondmx.com. Look good, ride good. Hey race fans, the old 31 here to talk to you about where you're going to buy your gear in 2022. I'm sure you're like me and you love high quality and awesome service. I got the spot for you. Rutted Racing. They support hill climb. They support hill climb riders. They support one of the fastest riders in our sport, Logan Sapala. This company rides dirt bikes and has the same passion we do. A lot of their gear items are hand sewn and they put so much love and care into their items. They are dang near custom fit. Here at Nitro and Mud, we're so stoked to have them as our title sponsor. They're offering a promo code for 20% off 
Nitro20 at their website, ruddedracing.com. Again, that's Nitro20 for 20% off at ruddedracing.com. Hey everyone, it's Garrett, founder of Hydropower. So the demands for endurance athletes are quite high. By testing many other products, I came short for an answer that checks all the boxes. We need something that hydrates us efficiently and energizes throughout intense training and racing. That is where I consulted with Eleni Jorgensen, a professional cross-country mountain biker, registered dietitian, and sports nutritionist to help formulate Hydropower. Using the latest in sports nutrition research, as well as our combined expertise in endurance training, we came up with Hydropower. Hydropower is now the premier endurance supplement on the market. The optimum amount of carbs, sugars, electrolytes, and vitamins to fuel and hydrate to perform your best. Our goal is to give the athletes access to industry-leading formulas to push them further and to get a leg up against competition. We have a special discount for you listening to Nitro Mud. Go to drinkhydropower.com and use code NITRO15 for 15% off everything on our store. Hell yeah. Oh. Man. Give me some DW7. All year long. Give me some DW7. Oh, hell yeah. We forgot about that. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Damn. Our sponsors. Thank you to all those sponsors oh. and everybody involved to keep this show running through the years. And just looking forward to a great 2023 with some of the sponsors we have lined up. And, man. Uh, still still anybody wants involved in the show we still have some spots open yeah hit us up man hit us up and you know what cowboy thank you to you you put so much time into this podcast and i've been so blessed to be a part of it and just so thankful that you allow me to be a part of your little family here it just it means the absolute world to me that we get to talk to some of the fastest people in the world that i've looked up to my whole life or never met and we get to talk yeah. and learn about, and um, it's so fun to me. And um, thank you for all that you do for this podcast, dude. Ah, uh, thank you, thank you. It's been—I really didn't know how this was going to turn out when I started this three years ago. But man, I'm glad. I love to see where it's going, and the people listening, and the fans, and everybody that's into this is just keeping the fire going and keeping me going. It's been so much fun having you and Colby involved with this, and everything and just last season just really has grown this ep this show and with what you guys do and everything i couldn't do without you guys either so thank you so much for coming on board and hopefully it looks like you're staying on board for 2023 so out of the three of us again (laughs) making everybody laugh i'm the unwanted guest cowboy i I ain't leaving till you kick me out of here so it's like uh it's gonna be that ain't happening it's gonna be a real kicking you out man it's gonna be a real awkward conversation that that when i'm off this show because that means you're gonna have to kick me out i freaking love this man it's (laughs) awesome but uh no i I love it too and we're missing somebody right now i guess colby must have fell in or something i don't know hasn't showed back up yeah he i Uh, I, maybe he didn't get the message that we still had another half a show to do Uh, i don't know oh he looks there he's back he looks flustered i don't i don't know what must have been a big one i don't know it must have been a big one you had to drop there colby i I don't know (laughs) colby i don't know what happened to your hair but i just want to tell you congratulations (laughs) (laughs) you look like you just need a if we had like three or four more sponsors in that block, I could get a lot more done. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> you look like you just came off of a Jim Carrey movie. That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Uh, no, uh, just boys, 
Panning the camera back here. Right there. Whoa. Oh. I see new orange. Yep. Fresh orange. Yep. Thanks to High Tech Motorsports. Uh, we inked oh. the deal. And uh, got a 2023 KTM 450 that's going to be shipped off to mm. Kirk here to try to make right for next season. And, uh, man, thank sick. you to everybody. Oh, uh, Wes and Sean, they really helped me out with that bike. And then, you know, just talking to people and, like, getting bikes. They're in Billings. I'm in Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, I was going to run out and get it, but it's an entire weekend. And I've shipped a few bikes before in the past. And if you don't know about it, there's an app, it's a website, you ship, and you can go on there and you can ship anything, but I've used it to ship motorcycles. And man, this last one, what a great experience I had. Uh, Jeremy Trafflett, and it's a funny story. I put on the bid that it's a motorcycle in Billings at a dealership coming to a residence. You know, I had like a time frame that I was hoping to get it or whatever. And I had a bunch of bids come through. It ended up that it was about $600 to ship the bike a thousand miles from Billings to my house. Okay. And the guy was a retired uh, military vet and um, the nicest damn guy. He shows up and, well, back it up. He, I accept the bid and my father in law, he's a serious John Deere two cylinder diesel tractor, correct? I mean, the most serious I've ever met. Or even seen. And he's got probably one of the best collections in the world of John Deere 70 diesels. I've There's probably not a, a museum that would ever have what he has. It's incredible. And he ships tractors all over the United States and parts and everything else. And he was kind of the one that that told me about this service. Well, here, the guy that, that I had has shipped tractors for Bruce. <laughs> and, and he's from wyoming a great guy and bruce was telling me he's like oh you should have just reached out to to jeremy about shipping and i'm like well i didn't want to bother and here i got the same damn guy that bruce has used wow. <laughs> and um uh I, awesome. I accept the bid on you ship to jeremy and and about a half hour later i get a text message from me he says hey is your father-in-law bruce <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> well here he uh grabs the bike and he grabbed a there was a couple vintage bsas in wyoming that were coming back here and he wrapped my whole bike in moving blankets and he had it behind a salt shield and he had it covered just great Got to my house, no problems, had no issues whatsoever. But I mean, six hundred bucks for a thousand miles—that's very reasonable. And when you think yeah. of what it costs in diesel and everything else, but um, I suggest to people to use that. It's so handy and so nice. And then you, when you're looking for bikes, especially nowadays, they're just not anywhere. You know, you can't just go to the local KTM dealer and expect that exactly what you want is there. $600 on a $10,000 bike doesn't bust the budget. I mean, you can get it from wherever you want to. And I just wanted to support high tech because they've supported the youth team on several occasions through this podcast. And dang, yeah. Sean's a great guy. And I just love that <clears throat> whole uh, dealership out there. And I'm pumped to be part of the high tech family. So thanks guys. That, it just worked out. great. Hell yeah. That's rad. That's awesome. That's rad. <clears throat> we should solicit you ship for a sponsorship. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that'd be, that'd be nice. Good. Yeah, that'd be real good. Uh -huh. That'd be cool. Yeah. I like that. 
That's Colby. They can Look take over you. Joel's uh, shipping duties on these uh, giveaways oh, that we still that. haven't made it to their yeah. destination. Yeah. <laughs> Who's still <laughs> waiting for a care package from the 2022 Supercross Fantasy? Do you want to know? Let's hear it. <laughs> this isn't good advertising no, right here, but this is a, I got it right it. here. So, yeah, well, at least they're in envelopes yeah. now. Yeah. This one says attention winner. Uh, this ain't good because I think this is part of the sponsorship. Brooke Smith, I think, isn't that? <laughs> that's not good. Yikes! Sorry. Uh, that one, Farmington, Utah. It's in, it's gonna be in the mail real soon. And then um, Morgan, 2024. Yeah, Morgan Justice, and that was uh, Park City, Montana. So, dang Holy it! God. Sorry. Wow. Uh, good glue wow. on these envelopes, so they've stayed stuck. So that's pretty pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, yeah. We can't blame you too bad. You got to drive like two hours to get to a post office where you're at. So, yeah. yeah. Damn it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, and I, I know I still owe another guy that I never boxed up. I got the box and the prizes here and the note. But uh, there's a well, little, there's a guy in Illinois I got to get his stuff off to, too. So, well, you were kind of busy. You were kind of busy this so. summer, though, between the show and your own racing and. Everybody's busy. You but have an excuse. You were no, busy this summer. It's something Joel. about I mean, mailing crap. I just can't ever <laughs> mail crap. I these envelopes. The reason they're all stuck up. They've been to the post office several times. I get there. They're closed. I I'm like, what the hell? It closes at two thirty on Monday. I go at three on Monday. Then I'm like, all right. I just bad. Uh, sorry guys. I don't know. I'm just, don't, I'm not. A you mailer. don't have them little blue boxes that you can just drop it in. Well, you gotta like have these weighed. Like these, though, I tried I to stuff them in the mail and they got sent back. So then they have to go in and pay for them. I don't know. That's why I said I got issues. Mailing. I don't know. When, when I have that issue, I just put like five stamps on there and then send it. Yeah, I tried that too. <laughs> it's usually enough oh, to cover it. Oh, you know what I should do? This would be the best Nitro Mud thing ever is I'll put the winner's address in the return to sender. And I'll put my oh, address, yeah. right? So then I'll put, <laughs> it goes back to. That. So then I put it in without yeah. postage, and then it goes to them, and they owe the postage because you know that's genius. <laughs> oh, that, uh, we figured it out, cowboy. Uh, you helped me figure yes. it out. Yes. <laughs> so you might have won something, and you're going to owe postage, just so you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, genius. Oh, man. Genius. Oh, wow. Genius. Freaking genius. <laughs> it's, I'm wearing the Rick and Morty shirt. That's how I got it. They're, oh, that's, I, uh, cowboy, you 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 blessed Colby and I. What did what was your find that you had? Some new pajama pants. Oh man, yeah, I found some the rug wrap pajamas. Rug wrap pajamas. Oh, was that you, Colby? Yes. Yeah, that was oh, Colby. I man. thought that was you, cowboy. Oh, I already got it. the rug wrap pajamas, but you yeah. know what? I got a ri- there. I got you some go. Rick and you Morty finally socks. admitted. I'm. <laughs> Now I do have Rick. I do have. I have Rick and Morty pajamas oh, though. Okay. Right. I do. But no, the Rugrats were sweatpants. They yeah. weren't. They weren't pajamas that day. They were sweatpants. <laughs> I did sleep in them the night What's before. What's the difference? They're sweatpants. <laughs> I don't know. I did sleep in them the night before, so they're pajamas. I guess. Whatever. Come on. Come on. I ran out of dry clothes. I was there for a week. Uh, oh man. Uh, and it was too cold for shorts, so. Gotcha. gotcha. All right. Uh, well, hey, we we got another interview here, and this is uh Matt 
Musgrove roasting Colby for not showing up oh, for the yeah. media shootout. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. All right, Nitro <laughs> fans. Uh, first round of the Open Class here on Sunday at the Valley Springs Motorcycle Club just got done. I saw a new upstart. A splash in the Midwest Hill Climb Society just happened today. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Musgrove put his open bike over. Matt, how's it going? It's going great. Couldn't be any better right now. Dude, you rode so good. You were having a, and I know there's a very stiff competition right now with you and Nitro Pilot. Can you tell me how Nitro Pilot's first run went? How many feet did you get him by? Who's Nitro Pilot? I don't see him here. I don't. Uh, who's that again? I believe his name is Rolby Barble, but I'm not positive on that. Something along those lines. But that's a 500 foot hill. About how many feet do you think you got him by right now? Oh, at least 500 plus uh, a drive from California. <laughs> well, dude, so awesome to see you on the bike. Uh, just great. The bike ran good. How did you have fun? Did you like it? The bike's fast, Braden. You shout out to you. You you have a great platform. The thing's wicked fast. I had a lot of fun. VSMC is doing great out here. This is I've raced Freemansburg Amateur. Now I've done Bay City Amateur, Woo-hoo. best hills in the country. Awesome. Well, hey Matt, high five on you, kinda. All right, there we go. Awesome ride, and we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> yes. Ah, dang it. Uh. <laughs> Damn it. Oh well. You did get torched there, Roby Barble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I did. laughs> oh well. It's Mulby Carvel. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, it's so cool seeing Matt ride. And, man, the <clears throat> one thing that I wish that we had a little more visuals here is the the sight of him packing his trailer, leaving Bay City. I, I don't know how <laughs> he gets all that crap in there. He's got... Three open bikes, a side by side, all the all the tarps, all the flags, everything. He's got that the the backdrop that the podiums behind everything in his little not little. He's got a big uh, fifth wheel trailer, but there isn't an inch left in there. It's crazy. Like he had yeah. everything laid out on the yard. Like when he starts packing it all up, I mean, he must have been like a, a circus member in his former life. Or something, or a, a, a Tetris champion, or something in a form. That's life. what I was gonna say. A, tet, a Tetris champion, but you know Matt's not old enough to have owned a Game Boy, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, super impressive that what he's able to bring in that trailer is really cool. Ah, uh, I yeah. think that's just about any hill climber or anybody <laughs> that packs stuff up. I've seen some packed tight trailers, man. Still, the one uh, I love is when Gary was talking about. Um, oh, that wasn't on the show, but we had just talked to Gary. He used to have his van, Gary Waddell, and yep. they. Oh, it was just legendary that damn van. They had a custom back door for the wheel, like the wheel would bump out the back door, and he used to have that chainsaw starter to start the open yep. bike. Yep. And I remember Gary, we were talking about him, and he's like, "You put everything in there just in certain spots, and it had to go in at a certain spot, or it won't fit." And you know, and he's like, "I remember the one time we were leaving Mankato or somewhere late at night, and I get driving, and we're driving through the night or whatever to get back, and he's like, I get a couple hours on the road, and he's like, dang it, did I remember the dang starter? You know." Because he's always worried about leaving that chainsaw starter like up at the line or something, you know. And he's like, I stop, 
and I can't just open the door and look at it. I got to unpack like four things to see if the the, the chainsaws in its <laughs> oh, spot. Jesus. So he's like, "Here I am on the side of the road, and I got to pull out five different things in the van to see. Oh, I see the chainsaw starter. All right, pack everything back up, and the circus keeps on going or whatever. It's like if that's not the most oh. hill climb thing I've ever heard of, I love that. You know, like that's that's how we run. Yeah, if we could bring one other thing with, we would. You know. <laughs> Yep. Oh man. Oh geez. Uh, that sounds like some of the the old pictures you see from like the twenties and thirties hill climb where they got their hill climber tied to the side of their you know Ford Model T or something driving across <laughs> <Yeah>. country. Freemansburg. Caleb Blaney is shoving the <laughs> taking the bike apart to fit it in a minivan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, never. It's, it's still not as still not as impressive as uh, Richie Sherman had a geo tracker and carried a CR five hundred in the back of it. Wow, wow. that's impressive. totally disassembled. Wheel yeah. swing arm just apart and shoved in the back of a geo tracker. A CR five hundred is bigger than a geo tracker <laughs> with <laughs> extensions yet. <laughs> More CCs and bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, balls. More horsepower, right. too. <laughs> you would probably have been better off towing the tractor with the CR500. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> got to do what you got to do to get to the races, right, man. Right. Oh. Just got to do well, it. What's oh, the car for? Yeah. Well, just the cooler? <laughs> yeah. I love how Caleb's sick. It's where I sleep yeah. at night. <laughs> Caleb's sick bragged us, though, because he was getting better mileage than anybody else. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just couldn't imagine that smell like <clears throat> I feel it just had to be a real uh potent in that car running down the thing in your True. I'm gonna speak cabin. I'm gonna speak for Caleb and that's a stock motor and he's probably just got quick trip ninety one in there. I don't think he's got no renegade or nothing like that. He's probably just got <laughs> probably. The old, that ninety one in there. Possibly calling her good. I don't, Still, that's pretty bad. I'm just, I'm just they're telling us that thing. They're telling us that thing stock. I, the way he runs, the way he finishes an F450, that's not a stock. You talk to Corey O'Neill, he'll tell you that thing stock. That's how we always talk. It's like there's not a, yeah. there, there's everything that can be done to that thing for all we know. That's how racing goes, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's how it goes. Well, that's stock. That's None stock, of that. Man. That's box stock, right. man. The only person that can't say it's stock is if I do well, because people are like, no way that fat ass has got stock bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. What else you got, Brandon? Oh, man. What do you want to hear? I think let's... Oh, let's go with oh, the, uh, oh. the uh, can I can I can I can I call go. what, what do you got what do you got yes do it I, we have to hear Ryan Rasa I mean Ryan yeah. Rasa I, I, oh I, I yes have, I, I have to hear Ryan Rasa one more time all right let, let's hear what Ryan had to say hey Nitro fans oh my God I'm here with a super fast dude Ryan Rasa Ryan how's it going tonight it's good man first time on the Nitro bike I'm feeling good. Man, you kicked the freaking door in on that bike. You left like 10,000 sons of bitches set of fire. What did it feel like to drop the clutch on that? It was awesome. I mean, after I got my stall out of the way, got a little redemption, I let that thing eat. I never rode nothing that fast. It was awesome. Dude, you looked so comfortable on it too, man. You were just riding it. I'm so happy for you. Who's, whose bike is that you're on? It's a Craig Dehart's bike. It's CBR 636, I think. Yeah. 
Wow. Unfortunately, by the sound of that, Ryan, I think we might have got knocked back a peg. But, uh, dude, this is some of the fastest riding I've seen all year, and you're right freaking there. I mean, are you pumped? Are you going to get to ride that bike some more? Yeah, I think I'll be planning on riding it for the rest of the rest of the series. I'm excited for it. Learn more every time. Dude, you look so great, Adam. I'm going to give you a high five. Just keep going fast, dude, and thanks for being here. All right, thanks. Uh, and again, you stopped that interview just too short. I felt so bad to, to uh, get the booze. I know. I felt so bad that he that it was it just didn't go his way. But I mean, look at when we're talking to him. He knew he just got knocked back, or he thought he did, and still just happy guy, such a positive person. Him and his dad there when I was talking with them, and we've had him on the show now. I mean, gosh, I, I just such a fan yeah. of his, and I am just so excited. Yeah to get a whole season him on that bike look out i mean his like i said in his intro his podium percentage is yes like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean uh, it's gonna be uh you got oh, man i mean american hill climb's got some heat coming this next year and it's gonna be super exciting uh, that premiered yeah. last look out well, no, yep. he, he said about he got a stall out of the way, and I think Craig went over and got my old man's 4 by 4 <laughs> to get him to come out of the hole. <laughs> yep. And if I was- love that interview, man. That was just – I mean, Ryan killed it. No yes. doubt about it. That was, that was awesome. Yes. Yep. But the backdrop to that interview is epic. Dude. Oh. Yes, that, with the crowd screaming and Caleb's ride. freaking winding out. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was sick. Also at White Rose, when I interviewed, um, dang it, now I'm terrible with names, but we were right on the start, and the nitro bike started right next to us, and we could not, Kyle, it was Kyle Thomas, we could not not hear each other, and that's when we found out that the damn phone picks up us perfect, (laughs) and I felt so bad because I just timed it wrong. I thought that we had a little bit more time while they were going through the starting process. And, um, well, we can we can hear that right here. I got this one queued up oh, do with you? Kyle Thomas. Oh, very oh, yeah. nice, oh. very nice. Yeah, Let, we could not hear, hear each other just... during this interview. So let's see how <laughs> let's see if I, how it came out. How good the iPhone microphones are. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nitro fans! I'm with a new guy here, and some bitch is ripping. Kyle Thomas, how are you today? Great, great, great. Glad to be here. So, dude, what is that big some bitchin' bike you're running? Uh, Yamaha R1, non Nitro. Uh, what was it like? Good time, man. Just a good time. <laughs> Dude, I saw you. You were hammered down. That some bitch pulled and you had your foot, your right foot off. And some bitch, do you work out every day? How do you hang on to that? I was like, the outside that dude doing it. Yeah, that's kind of one of my things. I don't know. It's a bad habit I'm trying to get rid of. But... Well, dude, I'll tell you one thing. We're so grateful to have you. Just keep hammering and having fun, dude. Awesome. Thank you very much. Nice. That, that worked out pretty good, man. Yeah. Well, background noise. Uh, I'm always sick of that background noise, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, we we could play with that clip right there. The what? Whose bike is that? So. Well, I, I can't tell and you. Not who that it was. we know the answer. <laughs> Name that nitro bike. Name that nitro bike. The only uh, one I know that's... it's not is it's not an it's not Kyle Thomas's R1 from Wizard Racing. That's all I can <laughs> no. tell you. I'll well, tell I, you that. That sounded like a Honda. Uh, I don't know. I am one of D Hart's Hondas. I don't know. I'm I going don't know. with I... Max Skeens. 
Max Keen says, ooh, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I could be. Joel's got to think, who was it? Who was I'm that? I'm looking to see if there was anything before that. Like, I know that could be a really hard uh, thing to do. We need to do that yeah. name that nitro bike next season. Name that bike, yep. Joel, uh, did you actually cut your lip? Yeah. On I that did. beer bong? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much I love this podcast. That's uh, awesome. So you know what? That wouldn't happen if we would have had a lace belt beer bong device. That's right. Exactly. That's right. And I've, or shotgunning device, yeah, man. I've probably shotgunned. Maybe seven beers in my life, and two of them are on the show. So that just lets you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I'm trying here, guys. I mean, trying to fake it till I make it. That's you know, I know that. No. You know, Colby's kind of hey. somewhat of a connoisseur when it comes to shotgun and beers. Oh yeah, I seasoned oh. vet. Bud, when you get have... when you get south of Highway Eight in Wisconsin, they just call that marble in a beer. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been a few years. I'll tell you that. Okay. I, haven't right. that be, I don't even remember the last time I've done that. That really wasn't even. I never did that whole lot when I was drinking a lot of the shotgun and the beer. A lot of no. beer bongs. Yeah. Neither... You ever have a three stage beer bong? No. None no, of those. I, I I I'm not a big uh, drinker. Well, three-stage beer bong, that'll get you drunk in the first time you try it. How many beers are involved <laughs> in a three-stage beer bong, Cowboy? I don't know. How many beers can you fit in three big funnels? Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Yikes. The little bar just north of us here, Clyde's Corner, they set the world record for largest beer bong, and they get, they had like a little oh. tower, and it was like three kegs of beer that they put in this little tower and then they put tubes that ran out from it and then like wide it off. And there was like 180 some people and they were all by the tube. And then they freaking they popped the cork and whoosh, it went out and they were trying to math how many beers the first person got to how many beers the last person <laughs> the got. Last person Let's got. just say if you're towards the, towards the tower, you got pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Uh, but no it was way. an actual Guinness world record. They got it. So, you know, that's once awesome. again, you know, the Ellsworth Beldenville area, that's what we're famous <laughs> for, you know, so. Yeah. Look us up. The whole town was involved in <laughs> that. Right. Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Wait, we, we have a clip from the El- – from speaking of the Ellsworth area, we have a clip here. You gave Sean Whittacombe some cheese curds at Nationals two years ago. <laughs> okay. And let's just hear what happened with Sean with these cheese curds. Uh, okay, so, you know, you brought those uh, curds to us. Yeah, yeah. And when we were out there in Wisconsin at the Nationals, right? So yeah. we're me and Kayla are sitting there. We eat a few of them, throw them in the cooler, drive back to Billings. The next week, I drive to Portland, back to Josh Hill's house to grab some stuff. Okay. I stop at a KTM dealership uh, right outside of uh, the town that he lives in. Yep. And I buy three uh, 890 Dukes. Nice. I go and open up the, the back of my trailer and it was like being hit with a bomb. <laughs> Dude. The guy, the owner of this dealership comes out and he's like, what in the fuck is that smell? And I'm like, dude, I had, I had a, a cooler full of cheese curds in there. I was just in Wisconsin last week. 
He's like, holy shit, I thought that a homeless guy was back here. I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude I, I told you. you got- <laughs> man, that, that no preserves, man. You got to eat them you suckers eat- right away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. They don't last. Yeah, no, that's, that was probably blue cheese in that cooler then. That's what we call or, or, Yeah. Uh, German brick or something like that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> from Munda that, cheese? Uh, yeah, from Munda. From Munda. Oh, dang. Oh. We're not gonna. Uh, we're not gonna never s- have to worry about that happening with me. My cheese curds do not last more than five minutes after right. I get them. <laughs> yeah. Well played. Uh, oh, that's funny. Heck, when we left there, that's what I was eating in the uh, on the plane and in the <laughs> <laughs> waiting for my plane that night and ate like three packs of cheese curds. <laughs> yeah, that, once you start, you can't stop. No. Nope. I should nope, reach out to can't. the Creamery for all the free publicity we give. I've given them over the years. Yeah, and I've even brought bought, brought <clears throat> their product to people. <clears throat> man, they'd yeah. be a great sponsor for the show. Man, yeah. I mean, we're always. I mean, every episode we mention them somehow. It seems like it. Yeah. Just if we can't get mission chips, we should at least get cheese curds from Ellsworth. Right. Oh, that'd be awesome to get them as a series sponsor, like the. The curd fast time of the day award or something. <laughs> curd. <laughs> uh, maybe we need uh, like hydro power. Uh, have like a cheese curd flavor for the next. The next. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drink cheese curd flavor. No. Yeah, I don't know. No. I can eat the cheese curd. I don't know if I can drink the That's flavor. That's not a good cross promotion to have. No. 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 No, you wouldn't have. How would you make it squeaky though? You would. How do you make that squeakiness on your teeth? It wouldn't work. Uh, you know what? No. If, if anybody could figure out hydropower, could figure it out. They could, <laughs> yeah, they exactly. can make your teeth squeak. Yeah, I, I kind of think cheese curds are the opposite of hydration, though. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, just just tell me it's a bad idea. I can handle it. That's fine. <laughs> oh, I think that's a bad side effect of shotgunning a beer. Is your ideas get really bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah. I think that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, boys, geez. also, uh, we're not going to talk again until um, I tried, and you cannot log on to Rocky Mountain Fantasy until Jan 1. But okay. nah. we will have another group, and we are going to be given updates. Obviously, I suck so bad at mailing out. Um, all the prizes. I might. We'll have to figure out something else. Maybe we'll do like, kind of like how they do the triple crown or something. We'll figure out something. We're gonna have prizes to give away, but it's probably not gonna be weekly like it was before. It's just too hard to wrangle. But I was thinking maybe yeah. what we could do is have like four winners, so we could have first week, then maybe like points leader at week, you know, five, and then like you know, blah blah. We'll 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 figure. It, we'll talk behind the scenes but we will have prizes we'll, we will figure some stuff out and man we want that big group again that was so fun racing with and just oh, seeing, was so much fun put your damn when you make your your thing make sure we know who you are like i loved it when i saw harold's name on there and you see logan mead and all these just badass guys that are on there racing and i'm gonna try to reach out to a couple of the fast guys again just to make sure that they come on and log on and it's really fun we we know. Do we even ask Logan? I mean, he, Logan Sapala. I, I mean, he. 
I mean, people were coming. We can in. ask him to be part of it, but man, it's whatever. I mean, people were eight weeks behind him and, a, and ahead of him. I mean, I just I don't even know if that's. He's bad at it. He's not a fantasy supercross mind at all. I mean, I, you know what? When you win six of the seven national championships in hill climbing, right. you really don't need to be good at fantasy f- supercross yeah. because you know, right? You are the best hill climber in the country right. at this moment. Colby, we were just <laughs> talking. He had to step away for a minute. Do we even ask Logan to be a part of the fantasy supercross? Logan Sapala, seeing as how he just. Well, we can ask him, but I don't know why he would want to. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> and then the uh, the other the the left coast Logan wins the damn thing last year. Logan Mead won the yeah. whole damn thing, and uh, Nick Black Diamond is still currently working on uh, getting that trophy back to me, but he will get it eventually here. But um, yeah, that was sick to have them. And Ben, remember when Sean? Yeah. Uh, he was like top 50 in the whole flipping site at one time and yeah in our group that was so cool so that's awesome and let's i'm excited to do it again that was fun doing it every week and we'll drag jamie deer and kicking and screaming when we do it so he's just gonna have to participate somehow so but we will jamie deer be involved he's gonna have to be in the fantasy group and just guess the races even though he don't like that motocross right we will, what we're going to do is as soon as January 1st comes up, we'll start our group again and our group name will be Nitro and Mud. And, um, I can't go on there right now. I was trying to go back channel just to get it on there because we might not air before, but please get on there. We'll have it on our socials, get on the group Nitro and Mud. We all want to race together. So many of us that hill climb are Supercross fans as well. And it's so fun. It's going to be on the the Rocky Mountain Fantasy uh, site that we're all going to do it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we'll put yeah. it out on the socials so everyone knows when time comes. I don't, I don't know how interested I'm in being Supercross this year. I'm looking for 2024 Supercross when Triumph oh. comes into the uh, Supercross scene. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm still waiting to see that bike. and They get a 450. I think Phil Lippart needs a 450 Triumph yeah. to run the Hill Climb Series. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the cool thing is, is you know, I are, I just assumed that it was a KTM off-brand like everything else. Right. <laughs> yeah. Be, you know, like, right. but, you know, uh, I didn't read into it, it too like, far, but it's its own thing. It's its own one-off, one-off. Yep. They Triumph built everything. It's all Triumph. So, they didn't wow. borrow from nobody. Wow. Yep. That's cool. Very cool. And yeah. that's why we're waiting so long. They want to have it absolutely right before they release it. And they yeah. have so. such big names. Because, I mean, Carmichael is a part of it. And then yeah. Bobby Hewitt. Yeah. Bobby, right? I, I just know it as B. Hewitt. I think so. Yeah, Bobby Hewitt. Because he's the one that basically raised Anderson from nothing and went from Suzuki to Husqvarna and ran that team for many years. And super legit yep. dude in supercross and racing and just the names involved are huge like uh, big names in the industry it's going to be something mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's exciting yes it is it's exciting cool uh all right but enough about that that's my old little triumph fanboy spiel on that triumph and coming in 2024 and I'm pretty sure when they come out of the 450 of Phil still hill climbing, he's going to have a Triumph 450. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> be better, be better. Yeah, I mean, you could you imagine the Triumph winning the 450 class and the Premier class? Whew. Uh, That'd be pretty awesome. Whew. Yeah, 
You couldn't talk him into building the Triumph Twin for the uh, Twins class, though. He had to go KTM and then Yamaha, so. That's fine. We'll get, yeah. we'll get somebody. Yeah. We'll get a Triumph in the Twins class. I think that'll be good. Yeah, I still think but, Phil's uh, MT-09. 07. MT-07, yep. Yeah. That thing is freaking sick, dude. That's that thing is so nice. Oh. So freaking sick. Unbelievable. The workmanship that <laughs> Again, it's a, it's another one of those where they, you know, shoved in a motocross frame and without looking close, you would swear it's a 450. Yep. Oh. I mean, all those. Just those bikes. Schweitzers and, and Kesters and... Yeah. They're, they're so beautiful. I mean, just <clears> that... I, I, I mean, I... That bike would do so many things in certain classes. I just, they're giving up so many CCs in the twins class. I just, that's. that's Imagine if they had the horsepower of the big KTMs and the bigger displacement bikes in that class, how dominant those bikes would be with their chassis design. I think that those bikes in, you know, let's say the, because what is the actual CC of that motor? Do you know? No, uh, I don't know. They're like a 750. They I think. are okay. That's what I did. 700, know. 700 to 750, but I think there's like a 750 kit for them. Right. No, and that's what, I didn't know if they were over 700 because that the first thing I thought was like, man, like <clears> a 700 <throat> class bike, and you know the West Coast. Oh man, and just a 700 class in the West Coast, that thing would be dominant oh in that chassis. Yes, it's so light. It'd so, be ten times better than a you know big bore single. Like right. Oh right. No. Mm-hmm. And be able to put nitrous on it, the thing would dominate right. in those classes out there. But the other thing we also seen is, you know, those guys are still just getting them figured out. And we saw mm-hmm. them on the podium, John, and he's getting it faster and faster and faster. And it's they're super competitive. I just think that you're always at a disadvantage being that much smaller. And that's there's certain times that that can work in your advantage, but in the most part in racing, like it's just so tough being that far down in CC, you know? Yeah. I, I think it'll work, especially those two guys on them, you know, and, and Devin, when he gets a handle on his and they're going to be competitive, it's, they're just going to have to work a little bit harder to beat Logan and Bodie and you and the guys with the more, Bigger motors and more horsepower. Right. I mean, I, I know just but, from personal experience, like going from that 990 of mine, which it's super old technology. I mean, my bike is built on a 90s frame 500. It's just ancient. And then you look at Bodie's is a revolutionary chassis with his with a 990. And then you look at when I, when I jumped on Dave's, I should never beat those guys. There's, there should never be ever a day where I beat any one of those guys. And on Dave's bike, it was just flipping easy. And I wasn't even getting all of it. I mean, that there's just to go from 990 to 1190, that's such a jump. And then that chassis is what did it for me. And I am thoroughly, I can't even wait. Like Kirk has been working on mine. Pretty sure it's going to happen by spring. And I'm going to have my own baby girl, 1190 to come play with nice. it's gonna be awesome and i'm not gonna be the only one because kirk's building one for himself too and it, there's just right there oh. there's two big swinging 1190s coming to that class and i'm gonna tell you right now me and kirk on the same bike i'm gonna be i'm gonna be looking up at him at the stangs every time kirk is a rider and that dude is <laughs> yeah he is i mean it, 
It's just whether he wants to come to American Hill Climb or not, because he still loves racing with his girls and nationals. I get that, but um, I was just going to ask yeah. you: Is he planning on doing a, a series? Or he doesn't know yet. He just knows he wants to race a bunch, and I don't blame him. He's talked about it, but you know, I'm kind of hoping to do the Naha series, and I'm really hoping they don't supersede this year. Um, as much as it helped me last year, I really want to do Naha and American Hill Climb. And I've talked to Kirk, and he's like, I just want to race as much as possible next year. So we're hoping to kind of link up on as many races as we can. But Okay. Okay. So I know cool. he's 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 got a brand new 450 he just built, and that thing is crazy fast last year. And, you know, all his – we kind of all have such great bikes, we just don't want to stay home, you know. So we're going to yeah. we're, we're gonna go to every race we can, and we can afford to, and we can make. So it's going to be awesome. That is nice. awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. That is great. Ah, uh, and ah, uh, what was I just thinking of? I just saw the, someone else is building something. Oh, that's Josh Mueller. Just talked to Josh the other day. Nice. And they ha- they have an open bike in the works. He didn't he didn't release what it is, but he is putting something together for the premier class. So great. Ooh. <clears throat> don't know. Don't know what it is. I, I have my feelings I know what it is, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I'm you know, really hoping it's what I think it is. Well, you know what? He might have spilled the beans no, a little bit. Who? Huh? He might have spilled the beans a little bit this summer, but I don't know if that's yeah. the route they went or not. I hope it they, is. They had, a, they had a couple different directions they were going to go this summer, and the last motor he showed me was something that I think would be really cool. Here's what I want to know is Cowboy – what since the twins class has originated, you know, we have KTM involved, we have Yamaha involved, we had Indian involved, we have um, Yamaha. Buell. Exactly. You said Buell. No, that's what I'm getting at. We have, yeah. What 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 manufacturer has won every series in the twins class so far? <laughs> Buell. <laughs> Buell. Okay. So. Who's going to be the next person to scratch the Buell itch? Because, I mean, I wanted to. It's just the only reason I couldn't do it was everything I own is KTM. And I just, I just, I love having that one continuity brand all the way through. I know that motor is ridiculously powerful. And they're right in Michigan. We have a crazy amount of Michigan racers. Who's the next Buell guy? Because I want to... Someone, someone's got to do it because it's the easiest platform to do. You can buy a race-ready hill climber. Well, and the I thing think is... someone on Hill Climbers Only was asking about that platform. I don't know if... Yeah. I mean... I, I remember... I don't remember who it was, but some was. But, I mean, it's... You call up, you order it, and you get Logan's bike. Wow. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Like... Let's go. <laughs> right Engineered the factory, by Todd Sapala. Yeah. You, you, have, you don't have to do anything, and it is... Logan's Great. bike that was built by Todd Sapala that they reverse and en- well they didn't reverse engineer Todd said here you're gonna support us here's a here's what I did Great. that's so cool <laughs> and Luke and Logan have just been ripping on them damn bikes yeah and it's just been crazy to me that nobody else has built one I just I can't figure it out I just I don't know why it's just boggled me but it's gonna happen and I'm interested to see. You know, all these upstarts that we've had in the last few years in the premier class. Yeah. They go through and they buy that Buell bike 
what's going to happen? Are we going to see how special it is to ride that bike the way that Logan and Luke do? Or is it going to be we're all racing for fourth place if there's a third Buell out there? I don't know. You know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's such a heavy-hitting platform. I just – Yeah. It can be scary. Yeah. And, you know, and you spoke about the Indian in there. I really think we need to try and get another factory Indian – involved or get someone on that 750 again or convince indian to let someone build an ftr 750 with their backing or the ftr 1200 i think it's got to be a 1200 man yeah. i just i'm not i'm not sold on the 750 i'm just i not. really think it's a, it revs too high to get traction i think that's its downfall i don't think it lacks on power no i, I it's just not the think power, it but i feel like much. it's the same thing with the mto7s right now it's yeah, it's a it's lightweight platform. It's got that Ford. It's basically a freaking 450, but I just think they need more power. They need more yeah. weight. They need more power. Lightweight I mean, is I, great on a 450, <clears throat> but when you're talking, when you're going against something like a 1190 KTM, it's just not going to happen. Well, yeah, I mean, here's my thought on it. If Indian would have let John build a complete chassis around that bike, like he did for his MT-07, and that Indian would have been that same chassis, by the second year on that, John would have been winning on that Indian yeah, with a different chassis. I, I really think the chassis was his disadvantage on that bike. Well, I think John could have done that. See, I was under the impression that they had to use the Indian chassis. I'm not sure, 100%. But uh, I don't know if Indian really wanted to win. They could have done some things. Yeah, I'm sure if they. I think they could have to done stay involved in it. I think but if they, Indian, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That twins class was so new when they were building that bike. Obviously, it just started, and they built that bike. Yeah, but the very first one. I mm-hmm. mean, if you look at the case study that we've had now and the years that we've ran this class, there's no correlation in the the lightest bike winning right no because you know josh's harley is podium several times and that's not the super yeah, lightest bike you know that's no it's probably the heaviest bike in the class say, probably far. The and, and, <laughs> and the oldest josh yeah. i know i've been told this for years muscles heavier than fat I mean, he's not 140 pounds. I mean, there's some bitch. No, it's like no, a freaking professional no. wrestler out there hill climbing. That he's like making us all look bad. But I mean, that that is not a light package. And that Buell that Luke and Logan ride, that sucker's not. That's not Joe Shipman's inline 280 pounds or whatever. They have some weight to him as well. And the same thing with my 990. I mean, I've not put myself with them, but I've had lots of podiums on that bike. And I don't have the lightest mm-hmm. package as well. I don't have the heaviest, but the, the, we're seeing horsepower is horsepower, right? Like yeah. you got to have that torque and you got to have that power because you're 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 limited to rubber tire. You're you're limited on a lot of things, but the one thing you're not limited on that class is how much horsepower you can make, right? So if you can make the most yeah. horsepower and you can transfer it to that flipping tire, you're going to do well, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I, I think you can get to having too much tire, too much horsepower. You can overtire and overpower a knobby really quick on, especially East Coast hills that are hard packed and they're yeah, not. I disagree. 
I, I, a lot to get a, get a hold of. I think you could really overpower a knobby quick. I, I mean, yes, but man, it's so crazy, cowboy. Like the experiment, like I've done with Snowflake. Like when we put the bottle on her, like I thought, oh, I gotta run this and I gotta run that, and we had done some sus- suspension setups, and I've been able to pull that thing where it about ripped out of my freaking arm, put took my arms on a socket with a tire. And it's just like it's mm-hmm. about transferring the energy and how well, you got to get that weight transferred and get it to the ground. Well, so I mean, now I'm not the best person to talk to because I've mm. never ran a chain wheel. I've ran one once, and I've ran some some metal in a tire. But if you get your setup right, and obviously can, it comes down to conditions. Like at the brick mine on the bottom, I don't care what the frick you got unless you got metal. You're just not hooking up on the bottom. It's so hard packed mm-hmm. and tight. But on general yeah. good condition hills, man, a tire can really put down power. I mean, it it's it's. I mean, look at like the the year at Devils when Logan cleared the effing gap on a tire. I mean, that's true. He put every every Newton foot pound of torque down to that effing tire, <laughs> and he cleared the gap on a tire. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? I mean, that. But it was. Well, I- the the equation there is Logan did it. <laughs> yeah. Well said, cowboy. <laughs> but yeah. that's what's kind of cool. But when you talk about phenomenal things on hill climbing, and, and it's Logan that did it, it just it doesn't count because yeah. it's just <laughs> he's cheating. It, you come to expect that right. from him. So, but you know, like like we're talking, guys. This is what, another thing that's so cool about our sport is these different series, different class. There's not a twins class in any other series, right? Nope. So it's so cool in our series that you get to specialize in this bike with this setup, you know? Like, I've always, yep. I've never ran it, but like in Rockwell, I flipping love the 666-inch class, right? I don't have a bike that qualifies for it. I can't ride in it, but I love watching it because it's different. It's something that it shows off that quality of that bike, you know? And that's our sport. We have all these different areas it's that's something for everybody <laughs> there's there's something for everybody yeah and it doesn't matter but yeah, i love it i really think that this year you come to american hill climb we got to put you on a nitro bike with chains Joe. Oh, just once just do it just I, once. at freemansburg cowboy i think i told you guys like i was thinking about it i'm like you know what hey i can do this right i'm like i could ride a nitro mm-hmm. bike i'm like i'm watching these guys i'm like i think i could do this you know then we got to devils and i watched rasa and i'm like no (laughs) no i can't do that no i'm not i don't ever want to ride one of them bikes that is terrifying what they're doing i don't that is not anything i ever want to experience that was crazy what they were doing on those bikes i don't i don't need to go that fast with a with no roll cage that no did did we talk after devils i was talking to my dad and we might not have because i think he just told me this a couple weeks ago he was talking to uh, one of the hill workers or, or someone. They had a radar gun. No way. After the du- after the double jump, after the, the second double okay. in the middle of the hill, and they were clocked at a, over 100 miles an hour landing. No, no way. That's bullshit. Off the jump. No way. <laughs> yeah, no, no way. way. <laughs> I, I, I find it hard to believe. They, but That's crap. They were going like, I bet you they're uh, going like 50. That is, it's never like what you think. I don't know. Dad said they had a radar gun, and that's where they were, they were clocking about 100, landing on that double. I, 
Wow. I would bet a large sum of money that that at 100 miles an hour. If it was, it had to be like one guy. I don't know. Hmm. I I find it hard to believe 100. I can see like top speed of 80 in the middle section of that hill. No, I just don't see it. I don't know. Because you would think you, if you're doing over 100 when you leave that double, like you would think you wouldn't touch down until you got over the top of the hill. Like that's, that's moving. I think the fastest point where they were moving would be before the double, getting speed for it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he was saying that was after that. So I mean, I could see maybe eighty before you leave the ground. No, I don't. I don't don't think even close. I, I mean, that hill's it's still super steep, and I mean, oh, I, I, I would. It's steep, but it's fast. There's absolutely nothing to slow you up and and lose speed. If you told me sixty, I'd be like, wow. I'm like, I, I kind of believe it, but I would still have my hesitations if they were going sixty miles an hour. That is fast. That is yeah. really fast. Like when you're standing by the side of a road and you watch a car go by you when you're yeah. standing still going 60, I mean, that some bitch is like, poof, it's gone, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'm calling BS on you, cowboy. I'm saying no way in hell it's on I, I don't I, know. But that's, I didn't hear I, it. I'm getting it second, third hand information. You're just so. talking to a guy that shotgunned a beer for no, no reason except for to celebrate oh, a year podcast. So take it, you know, take what you want. Well, that's true. Yeah. I'm actually, and you're probably getting that information from someone that shotgunned a gallon of beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, were they, see, were they after, old? after the after the after the race, my dad and Phil and and Austin Tyler were drinking the uh, the moonshine. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure his numbers might have got exaggerated. Colby just picked the code. <laughs> With the radar gun sitting on top of three empty jugs of beer. Is that? <laughs> yes. Did oh, they forget to God. calibrate that fucker? I don't know. Well, well, just to add some perspective to that, I remember back when Carmichael was still racing. And I believe he was clocked going through Supercross whoops at like 43 miles an hour. And it doesn't look like they're going that fast on TV at all. That seems like really fast to go through whoops. (laughs) It does. Um, Actually, no, I believe that was the Millville whoops. Yeah, that was Millville. He was clocked at 43. That seems super fast. So that's still kind of hard to believe. So I don't know, hundred right. is, I feel like a hundred is kind of crazy talk, but yeah. Well, what's the? Uh, how long is Dayton? What was it like to light? It's three hundred, I believe. Three hundred light to light. Three fifty, maybe. Yeah, that's what I put in here. So three fifty light to light, and winning ride was what six one or six zero. Six zero. Man. I think you're right. I think it was a six zero. Yeah. With that, at the with that for three hundred feet at six zero, the average speed was fifty eight point three miles an hour. That's your average with I'm believing fifty eight. I believe fifty eight. Okay. That that's your average speed for that distance. Mm-hmm. From a dead stop with three huge jumps in between right. there. Hmm. So we you could say. 80 mile an hour at a high speed as an upper salon of that. So, okay. I mean, hundreds pushing it, but 
I mean, that, that's, that's just an overall average to go 350 feet in six seconds. <laughs> it's crazy. Uphill. Up a steep ass. Oh, uphill. uphill. A super steep yeah. hill. Up a steep hill with two, three double jumps in it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wow. Where you're off the ground for 20 feet, yeah. 60 feet. Cup. 100 feet. Oh boy, don't take this the wrong way, but it's so much funner when Jamie does the math. It is, yeah. I don't I don't have a snorkel and, and goggles. Maybe I do. You don't Maybe have I the technology it. over there for this. Jamie's got, no, Jamie's I don't, got I don't his have my abacus. snorkel. <laughs> oh, dang. Oh, uh, come on. A typewriter. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, typewriter, hey, abacus. Hey boys, yeah, abacus. you know who else I want to thank for we're kind of wrapping up the year, but man, just thanks to all the people that are listening and sharing. I get, it's so it warms my heart so yeah. much, and I try to reach out when I'm on Instagram and someone shares an episode on their story or whatever, like hey, give this a listen or whatever. It just means so damn much to me that you think the time to put that on and and let your friends know that hey, I'm listening to this. You should listen to it too. It means a lot, and um. Man, we're, we all want the same thing. We just we want to shed some light on just one of the funnest damn things you can ever do on a motorcycle. And um, it's just the fans that we've had. I've had so many people reach out on Insta and direct message and make comments, good or bad, and both I love. And uh, we want the feedback because we want the same thing that all the fans of the sport want is, is um, we want to put it in the best light as possible. And it's just been such a damn pleasure this year to be a part of this cowboy and uh, thanks to all the listeners and all the fans of the sport and listen to the, the podcast here for sharing with us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you to our fans that listen to the show and just keep sharing it. Get this, get this show growing and yeah. all it's going to do is help grow our sport when we get it out to, you know, the fans that are sitting at these events and then they get it out to their friends and then they show up at the sports. That's how much fun we have sitting here bench racing every Monday right. night. That's the ultimate goal of this is to grow our sport yeah. and get people in the seats, get people involved in the sport at the amateur levels, at, at all levels, right. and get them into it however they can and just enjoy what we've enjoyed our entire right. lives. And, Absolutely. And we're just three guys. And if, if there's something that you think is really cool that's involved in motorcycles and hill climb, like, let us know so we can get these people on and talk to them. Like, I've been seeing yeah. the free ride society and hill climbing is just getting bigger and bigger. We got to talk to these yeah. men oh. and women too that are out there doing that. That's so <laughs> flipping cool. I just. Yeah. We're, we're definitely going to be talking to some of these free ride hill climbers yes. and stuff just because they are, they're taking our sport to, to another level. And they've always been there has always been free ride hill climbers, but social media has given them a platform to show themselves. And it's sick. And then, it's so cool. And, you watch a bunch yeah. of dudes out in the woods and like, we're going over this. Like nobody's went over this yeah. yet. Like we're doing it. It's like, that's so cool. I'm like, I want to, where the hell is it? Give me the coordinates. I want to come. I got a bike. It's, let's go. <laughs> and they have some killer hills. If it wasn't that you had to like ride there on your dirt bike to get to these hills, they'd be awesome right. places for an event. And it's like, mm-hmm. dude's got a freaking scat track dominator on. I'm like, they are not playing. Like they, they have custom no. <laughs> ordered a paddle for this freaking hill. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes. freaking rad. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the ones of the guys that do that? The quad guys or the free ride hill climb quad guys? They have chains on their quads. No, I, I don't watch. Quads. I don't watch quads either. That's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, 
don't know, man. Quad these hills that you can't make up, they're pretty fun to watch the quads roll back down. I feel like I feel like if I ever have problems with the law cowboy and they go through my search history and there's a bunch of quads on there, I'm going in the deep part of the slammer. So I, I always skip past them as fast as possible. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> oh, I get you there. Oh. But hey, to the guys, everybody listens to the show and you listen to the show every week. And you guys have questions for us. Again, get them into yeah. us either on the social media. It's the easiest way to do it. Yep. Message Joel, message Colby and I at Nitro yep. Mud or on our personal stuff. And we, we'd love to answer questions that the the listeners have. Yeah. Yep. And questions, like topics, said, call outs. I mean, yeah. whatever you got. Right. We are, Anything you want. We, we got a widespread here. We can spread the love. Right. <clears throat> Get it to us. And like Joel said, anybody you want to hear from in the Hill Climb world, get it to us. Past, present. I, we have a little bit before race season gets started next year. We may try and hit some some old heads in the sport and hear from some you know past stories where we started with the, the show. But we kind of like to stay in the modern times now, but still like to hear some of these stories from these older guys. Also, yeah. I, I didn't run this past you guys in pre-production, but I think what we should do is maybe – 2023 in the winter we should start getting into some of the conspiracy theories because i've been seeing like some of these old videos like back in the early 20s when they're riding in the the uh countryside of england i swear the one guy was phil they might be reincarnated phil uh, oh, is man. there a space time continuum and we have libhart racing in the 20s you know, in the English countryside, <laughs> and then here he's. Oh. I mean, I, I, I'm just saying it's that that could explain a lot why he's riding triumphs. You know, yeah, that I, would I mean, explain a I, lot. The oh. one guy, I'm like, if if there would have been a visor on the helmet, <laughs> it would have been him. I mean, I the, his posture, everything. I'm like, that's Phil. Damn it, this is this is freaking eighty some years ago. Like, what's going on here? What was he riding his bike, smoking a Marlboro Light? <laughs> no, there was a little leather satchel on the back of the subframe. That's what kind of gave it away. Oh, so okay. I, that's right. I was like, I know I've seen this guy before, and he was yeah. leading. He, of course, it was it was a yeah, whole of course. Before Marlboro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had his tobacco and papers in there. Yeah. <laughs> his pipe. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. That that actually be pretty fun to to hit through the uh, <laughs> the beginning of twenty twenty three while we have the slow time of no hill climbing going on. <laughs> okay. So so there's something else for the fans to sign in. Any hill climb conspiracy theories that you have, <laughs> and, and chime in on Phil being a time traveler from the twenties in England. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I dare you. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. I'm just gonna That's... I'm gonna make a note here to not do that with the shotgun and the beers anymore. Sorry, guys. No, okay. no. Do that every episode, right. oh, Joel. Yeah. Every episode. No, we can't do that. Oh. oh man. I I think we've reviewed the year pretty well, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have, and I I don't know if we can laugh anymore. <laughs> My guts are hurting Good. from this episode. <laughs> So <laughs> I'm just seeing a pretty sick post from Goon Climbers right now. Oh Sweet. yeah, extended YZ250. 
that's no yellow plastic well like high vis yellow plastics on it it's pretty sick looking holy cow where are they at well it doesn't say but it's austin wolf seven austin underscore wolf underscore seven it's bike huh those guys, the Goon Climbers, they were at the BMC Club Grounds. Not the, they go all over. I mean, dang. They're, they're that's all crazy. Over. That's so cool. Seriously, everywhere. Yeah. They got a whole seen the one, gang one of guy extended rode. bikes just traveling around. Yeah. Yeah, the one guy rode, I think he, I posted he rode to Columbus. Like, they entered actual events, but, I mean, they just travel around hitting these gnarly hills, the Badlands. Awesome. And out here in Pennsylvania yeah. and, Ohio, and Wellsville, Ohio, all these, you know, the big pipelines right. and stuff like these great places to rot the hill climb yeah, we need these to chat with them screwing around no they're yeah they're hill climbing in hawaiian shirts and jeans right i'm digging it right. <laughs> oh man that they're like straight right. up old school hill climbers right, right there <laughs> yeah dude these guys are no joke i love it i mean <laughs> all they gotta do they gotta take their front fenders off yet and they'll be like totally legit <laughs> come on now you're right <laughs> <laughs> they would fit right in in District 23 yeah. in the 1980s. <laughs> they're, they're four bolts away from being legit. <laughs> well, their bikes are too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. I don't. <laughs> Let's get out of here. It's going. Right. We're going down yeah. that dark hole, or we're not going to be able to ski. Yeah, we got to go. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. So, Colby, what do you got? Oh, we did forget one thing, though, about the banquet. Oh, yeah. So, any American hill climb riders out there, get your room reserved, get your money into Nancy Deer for the banquet. Mm-hmm. Um, Colby, do you have that information in front of you? Uh, Not a, It'll take me I two can... seconds here, but I'll get it. I'll get it. It was posted on American Hill Climb socials. Yep, it was. Either way, you can uh, you can go read all about it. But you need to make so the block of rooms is under American Hill Climb at the uh, Best Western Rochester Hotel Mayo Clinic area, St. Mary's. Um. Ninety nine plus tax, one hundred nine plus tax, or one nineteen plus tax are the room rates. Make checks payable to Nancy Deer for your meals. You must book your own hotel room. Must reserve rooms by January 29th, two thousand twenty three. If you have any questions, call Rob five zero seven two five four seven five two two. Or you can just call him to give him shit for whatever reason. Now that you got his yeah. number, why not? <laughs> yeah. His number's out there not to the it, world, so just call Rob. I mean, oh, yeah. not that it wasn't out to the hill climb world before this. So, yeah, it's going to be a great time. It's a fun hotel. Uh, they got a bar connected there. Great food. Oh, food's so good. Um, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. <clears throat> and you guys got to come. Cowboy's going to show up this year. Cowboy's so going to be there. Be there. Oh, serious? going to be there at a party. Damn it. I'm going to be there. Guys, I, I, I was born with the world's worst timing. This sucks. 
And I tell you what, yeah. I've been I've been looking and I've been trying to find a cow print suit for the bank. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please come through. <laughs> Please come through. Uh, uh, I did find a really sick pair of cow print cowboy boots, though. Oh, nice. That are actual like cow hide. Whoa. If you can at least pull that off, I'll be happy. <laughs> and the hat. I'll have my hat. So, yeah. All nice. right. We're golden. That's awesome. We're golden. I will be there. I will try to have something. If I don't come up with something, then I'll be in a Harley Davidson shirt. So. Perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. That's awesome. You know, perks of working for a dealer, I get Harley shirts nice and cheap. Oh, that's so. sweet. Dude. Except, you know, you'd think Harley would make shirts for larger people since, you know, a lot of Harley guys are larger men. Mm-hmm. And... My dealership does not have anything bigger than a 2X in stock. Come on. They're blowing it. Nope. They're blowing it big time. They're leaving money. Nothing. T-shirts they do, but like the button-ups, nothing bigger than a 2X. Wow. They're blowing it. Yeah. So. Oh, boy. Let's go. But there's that. So we got the banquet information out of the way. So everybody get there. Be there for the banquet and celebrate these guys that finished well and party with the hill climbers and man it's just it's a great time and honestly if you haven't partied with a hill climber before you're missing out you're missing like out. you you really are yep <laughs> yep it's gonna be a good old time <clears throat> nothing like a hill climb after party or a hill climb banquet party i i will say unfortunately with my new uh job hours i'm just coming down for the night i will not be after partying oh, about, too hard this year. I'm about to say, you got to get there and then get back to work. Yeah, so. plus I got into some shenanigans last year, and I need to avoid that at all costs. So <laughs> It couldn't have been too bad. We were invited. We were allowed yeah, to come back say, to this motel. Is yeah. this the first time ever that there's been a hill climb well, banquet that was invited back? <laughs> exactly. This, this is One consecutive years. Yeah. Although I don't think the bar is maybe part of the actual hotel it's its own thing but it is attached and this is where everything happened josh Mueller knows everything he knows what i'm talking about well see it's okay when it happens in it's okay when it happens in the bar it's when it spills out into the parking lot of the motel or into the motel itself and vending machines end up tipped over or fire alarms are going off yeah Yeah, you don't want that luckily the situation (laughs) got isolated pretty quickly and didn't escalate a whole lot well that's good we had a we had a creeper amongst us, and I Uh-oh. took care of the situation. Yikes. Nah, an outsider. Not good. Uh-oh. Didn't know who he was. Oh, man. Didn't know who he was messing with. Oh, oh man, outsiders they they stir up the trouble, and they just don't know what's happening when they do. Yeah, that. he had no idea who he was fucking with. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we have a lot of great sponsors this year, yeah. and uh, I think. They're all coming back for 2023, but we also got a new yes. list of sweet sponsors coming on. We can't wait to share that with you guys. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Um, it's going to be a great season, but get your ass over to ruddedracing.com. Yes. Use yes. discount code NITRO20 for 20% off. That is still good for another couple weeks here. Yeah. Do it. Get yourself some get new rutted gear for next year. Rutted is going to be back, it. though, and... We're not going to be missing out, but... I was just talking to Clint, and the new gear is, like, 
seven different types of fabric on the pants. I mean, it's just the R&D they've went over and above to make these the most comfortable, long-lasting set of gear you'll ever buy. I mean, he is going over the top with the R&D on these suckers. They are going to crush. I am so Uh, stoked. I cannot wait. And here's my big thing about, too. You're not buying... You're buying from an American-made company. You're buying from a small family business when you're buying rutted yeah. gear. And you're getting the quality that you're getting from any of the big gear companies. Better not quality. Better. Oh, he, it's better. Better, better quality. It's I'm trying, hand stuff I'm trying to remember the, made yeah, in America. I'm trying to remember the exact words he said, but I think he said it's like the most custom set of riding pants you'll have ever worn. That's kind of what he was Absolutely. saying. Like it's, yeah. he's ah. like the where they're putting their seams, and I mean they're thinking about everything. And they've the rider feedback that he gets from his his team of riders, it's just like second to none. Like he's go, there, it's just it, epic. I I'm so excited. I cannot wait. The stuff looks comfortable and just looks like it fits and it moves oh, yeah. with you. You're not getting bunched I, up. You know, I, I mean, until I had got some, I had never had anything like it. And the, the Luna gear that that I I wear all the time, I. I'd wear it to work. I mean, it's so damn comfortable. It's ridiculous. I, I just love it. I cannot wait yeah. for this next. And he's got a bunch more colors coming out. Like, they're just, they do everything. And like Colby said, they're so, like, they just don't do what everybody else does. It's so unique. I mean, no. I loved, yeah. like, it's... when Logan was riding in the Dominican, like, the gear that he had on. Like, it was, you could just tell, like, boom, that's him. Like, it's so unique, yep. the yeah. colorways and all the things that they do. Like, I love that. Like, it's like, that's not... Troy Lee, that's not FXR. Like that's rutted. Like you just know right when you see it. It's, yep. I love that. It's so cool. Yep, yep. It stands yeah. out for sure. Yeah, they got their own it thing is, going. It is some of the coolest gear out there. And man, I'm I'm gonna get me mm-hmm. a set. And it kills me to go away from my LBZ gear, <laughs> but I'm gonna have to go for this custom fit gear. <laughs> well, that's what I don't want to steer away too far from what we got going on here. But that's what I love about <laughs> rutted is they're not following everybody else no no when the 2023 gear drop comes out everybody's going to have the exact same shit in different colorways or same colorways a little bit different here and there but it's all going to look exactly the freaking same you're not gonna be able to tell who's who minus the logo right rutted they're on their own path they're on their own tracks they're doing their thing yep and they're built right here hand sewn like it's legit yeah i mean it's 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 the cream of the crop. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. Yep. And, it is what it and is. They've got a lot of support from our fan base here, and thank you. Like they love yep. that. They love yeah. using the codes. They love the hearing that you're listening to the show. They listen. I mean, they're all into mm-hmm. racing. Like mm-hmm. it's just so flipping cool. Yeah, Rudder Racing is right. hearing all your guys' stories on here. Yes, I guarantee you. Not any other gear company is listening to this. So <laughs> no. They don't give a shit. Nope. So <clears throat> you're just kind of supporting in the dark with your other brands. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, Reddit is confirmed. They'll be back 2023. Yep. Another confirmed company, lacebelt.com. Woo-hoo! Use discount code NITRO15. Yeah. yeah. 15% off everything at lacebelt.com. Oh, yeah. Such a great company owned by a great freaking dude who is a pro hill climber. Yes. That's right. Hey, guys, you think for Lace we can talk Joseph into getting a uh, 
dual branded nitro mud shotgunning device well he loves <laughs> advice from outsiders so just hit him up tell him you got a well, great idea right for his now. company and he'll i just did right now it. Yeah. yeah i love that <laughs> blackdiamondmx.com use discount code nitromud15 for 15 percent off everything at blackdiamondmx.com they are the another leading brand in our series for, for yes. our sport for graphics best looking stuff in town jersey prints graphics stickers they will make you look good and ride good just give them a shot and they are confirmed coming back for 2023. Yeah, and he just signed up with a bunch of snowcross dudes, and holy crap. When he wraps some snowmobiles, wow. I mean, them snow yeah. scooters, that's a whole other brand of people I get it, whatever. But, man, are they cool. He, he does such a cool job wrapping them them snow scooters or whatever. What do you call them? Snow machines? Snow, snow scooters? Snow. I don't know what the hell they are. I don't know. The uh, things with the skis. It's too cold. They look like, I don't know, whatever. I'm still, tr- I don't even know what you're talking about. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, they got like the, the twirly pot underneath them, and then looks like there should be a tire in there, but there's not. Mm. No? No, okay. Well, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. They got, yeah. It's like a, we it's like a lawnmower, because it's got like the a snow, pull handle. Snow machine? It's, yeah, snow machine, yeah. It's got like a pull handle it, it's on a, it. It's the Alaskan... Uh, Alaskan station wagon. <laughs> Colby, I just got in contact with um, um, World Record uh, Association. What is it called? Um, Guinness yeah, Book of World Records. Cowboy. Yeah. I don't know if that was a joke or not. I wasn't sure. What that was they going. said that you only have about forty-five more seconds to go for the longest sponsor read ever. So. did you guys hear about (laughs) (laughs) drinkhydropower.com use discount code nitro 15 for 15 percent off drinkhydropower.com we are not confirmed with garrett yet but i can almost guarantee he's going to be on board for 2023 that company is growing like wildfire I just recently heard Tom Brady might be drinking the stuff, so I don't know. No. I, what I was, it, I, it put me. Got to get the guy something. Got to get Tom Brady what something. Put, yeah. What put me at ease is I was concer- I was convinced that Hydropower broke that guy's arm, but yeah, he assured yeah. us that it, that yeah. wasn't what it was. Yeah. That's not the case. That's not the case. It wasn't Hydropower's nope, fault. It was not. Nope. And, and it goes through the TSA, no problem. That's the other thing that's cool about it. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to back up just a couple sponsors here. BlackDiamondMX.com. Um, we're not sure for sure for sure yet, but there may be a full full uh, graphics kit giveaway oh, coming, come on. coming up here for 2023. So oh. stay tuned on that. If that Man, stay tuned go. on that. That doesn't get your juices Let's flipping go. And uh, Lace Belt also has some cool giveaways coming out. So you guys got to listen to, to be entered into this, Let's these uh, cool prizes. Yeah. And speaking yes. of giveaways, JS five extensions is coming on bigger this year Woo! Uh, as well. And he already said that he would like to do a full extension kit. Oh, giveaway come on. The show. Dude, Are you that's, serious? That's that huge. is awesome. That is big right there. Tell me bro. this stuff beforehand. That's big. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? I just dropped my stuff. 
That's crazy. I lost it. Careful, So bro. that's right there. If you want to get into the sport of hill climbing right now, you can listen, and you could probably get everything but your bike set up for hill climbing yeah. by listening to our show. Honestly, I'd love to see a set of extensions go away to an outsider and get them involved in our sport. That would be yes. huge. And I think that's probably the goal. But you got to play to win, so – Stay tuned for more details on that. And we also got to thank Team Peterson Racing, Mueller Motorsports, all coming on board for 2022. We can't thank all these sponsors enough. And um, new ones that are coming on board, we are excited to to bring you into the realm of the Nitro and Mud show. It's going to be exciting. That's right. Oh, and I and I am excited for you guys to hear the the new the new sponsor. The new title sponsor. Yeah. And yeah. I I heard you know Mueller Motorsports is up in their game for sponsorship and we are going to have yeah. the Mueller Motorsports commercial. They're up in their platform and I'm pretty excited Ooh. about it. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. excited about yes. it. It's going to be good. Yeah. Man. I'm just trying to figure out. I messaged Kirk, and I'm like, somewhere in there, can I get a whap whap? Like, I gotta have some motorcycle sounds <laughs> in there. Can we do something? <laughs> I got the thumbs down emoji back from him, so we're working on it. We'll see. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think you should get oh. a sound bite of his dyno going wide open with <laughs> oh, something, man. something oh. crazy on there. Maybe your your 1190 wide oh, open on the uh, yeah, let's, dyno. Oh man, that would be good. Let's get. Oh, that nice. would be, that'd be real good. Yes. Like that. But with all that being said, it is not too late to get yourself involved in our 2023 sponsorship program. So reach out if you want to be involved and help this show and the sport grow. We can use every help, little bit of help we can get. Yeah, so for sure. That's right. Um, if you're interested, we can send you out our, our little email with all the details, with analytics and everything you need to know to make you feel better about it, but it's not a very expensive way to get your name out there. So right. I think it's good. And like we've said before, we're listened to in 10 different countries and just in Spotify and Apple alone, we're looking at 34, almost 35,000 listens throughout the year. So, and those, I mean, those numbers are weeks ago that we got them, and it's just grow, yeah, right. it's yeah. growing and growing every week, and we've been noticing a lot of weekly listeners, and that's what we love mm-hmm. is um, yep. many people just like us love to hear what's going on, and when we get tidbits, we share them every week, and the best, I mean, we're not fooling ourselves. It's the race recaps. That's what the show is made for, yeah. and it's so yeah. sick. And to, the sad thing is, is there's still hill climbers out there that don't listen to us. I get people <laughs> yeah. don't podcast. It's whatever. You don't got time or whatever. But <clears throat> if you are a listener, share it to the world. Let people know you're listening, and maybe you can get more people involved, and yeah. we can get this conversation broadened and you know open some eyes to, to what we're doing here. I mean, we're really getting the, the voice out there, and this is where it's going to grow. Absolutely. That's right. We're, so we're connecting the all the dots. So. And this is a place where everything can be aired out, man. We are not afraid to tackle any subject really on this show. So as long as it can better our sport, yeah. we're all yep, about it. So. If you ride a Suzuki, we want to hear from you. If you ride a Yamaha, that's we right. want to hear from you. We're, that's fine. I mean, we've all made bad decisions. We're okay. We'll listen to anybody. <laughs> yeah. If you are the pioneer of taking front fenders off, we want to know why. Yes. Hit us up. We want to know why that is a thing. Come on, tell us. Why did you do that? (laughs) Go 
told me every time you talk about that, I think back in the day when I rode my dad's old Triumphs and they had no front fenders. And I'm like going through the barn trying to find like a front fender. And I got like a KDX 200, one of those freaking six inch wide ones. And I'm just like, I just can't get it on there. Like nothing looks right, you know? (laughs) Well, I can see, you know, back in the early, early days, front fenders hug the front fender or the front tire, you know, and that would clog up with debris. So I could see why you would take that off. But like if we're talking anywhere from the 80s on up when technology broadened, you know, and motocross style bikes started coming out, there's no reason for that front fender to come off. I just don't get it. But I did it because that was what you did. We all did it. We all rode a bike without a front fender, and That's you did with a you know a fifty cc gas tank yeah. on there and no side plates. I remember and... Harold Waddell was the ugly duck in our district because he was the only one running a front fender back in the day, and we all thought like that was the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> Why you got a front fender on your bike? That is so weird. <laughs> now, jokes on us. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So. Joel ran oh, away. Sorry. I I think his issue. new KTM was on fire. Yeah, so. no, technical. The little <laughs> robot vacuum started up here by accident, so I had to turn it off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Bro, you are uh, high tech. Yeah. <laughs> robot yeah, vacuum, robot in, the vacuum shop. in your shop. <laughs> we bought it for the house. My wife said it was too noisy. I'm like, I got the perfect spot for it. <laughs> doesn't like oil that's what i found out when you spill oil it don't like it it's not happy with the oil <laughs> don't like that that's awesome. i don't spill oil on your floor keeps the shop nice <laughs> all right let's go all right boys while we yeah let's go we got those sponsors everybody listening my friends on the show here guys it's been a great season a couple weeks yeah, we're gonna be back with the next <sighs> round of the nitro mud so show excited. so guys stay tuned hold tight for a couple weeks through christmas and new year's and we'll be right back with you oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah, All right. oh, yeah. boys peace out peace. Later.